Bros chilling in the hot tub, five feet apart cause they're not gay. Two bros, two bros, five feet apart cause they're two bros, two bros. Hello, and welcome to We Rake Queerbait, a show where we explore the blurry lines between homies and homos. I am your wonderful little shadow on the ground, just a little guy, just, just wandering around, just finding my place in the world. I'm I'm Devin. Pronouns are he, him. Mm, um, man, you always assign yourself something. I know. Um, I'm, I'm your uh, extremely disabled, extremely um, capable, but maybe of doing other things than what I'm expected to <laughs> your king uh i'm another host sky my pronouns are he she hell yeah and i'm your three-headed snake that got real fucked up and now there's only two heads emery my pronouns are they she he i'm also fucking giant and i can speak that's right and this will never be explained it's just the good vibes (laughs) no man I don't have nearly enough notes about that snake in this particular... Uh, we'll get more answers on the snake in season two, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'm sure. But, like, yeah, no, I was I was trying to focus really hard on, like, just talking... Because there's so much in this show, Ranking of Kings, that I really, really love and enjoy that I threw for podcast notes. Like, okay, I have to focus on the Boji Kage stuff, like, specifically... That, like, I wish, you know, there's not a lot of notes about that snake, but I wish there was, because I really, really fucking love that snake. Yeah, I did experience the um, problem of every time I watched this show, I'd be like, okay, I'm here to talk about the adorableness between Boji and Kage. And don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, I will be talking about that for hours. Mm-hmm. I did, like, keep zeroing, mm-hmm. in, zeroing in on, like, every character and being like, oh, you are just a delight. Exactly. You, oh, yeah. <laughs> you are just a new freak to add to my shelf. Mm-hmm. I love Queen Hilly. So true. And her inability to say words correctly. Yeah, Queen Hilly definitely in- has some, like, um, uh, the um, uh, everything everywhere all at once um, mm-hmm. main oh. character from that vibes. Oh, Evelyn? Yeah, like, oh, I care a lot about the people around me, but so uh, I'm going all, to I can, insult them. all I can tell them is that they're not living up to expectations. I'm going to insult <laughs> them and maybe threaten them health. Uh-huh. Every one of these characters has the fucking the pledge, the turn, and the prestige. Because we meet the character, yeah. they seem one way, and then, uh-oh, they're another. And then they have character growth and sort of end up where they end up. And it's like, wow. All of them, huh? Wow, so this is why this is my favorite show. It's just a long run of the prestige. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, it's... Yeah, because I was going through Christian... and I was... Yeah, Christian Vale made this anime. He drew every single frame. Oh yeah. my god, that's so great. And Hugh Jackman did all the voicing lines. Uh-huh. Of course. They're both so talented. <laughs> the talent pouring <laughs> off of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Wow. Michael Caine is uh, Despa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Man, so how are okay. we gonna? Do you want to give us like a summary yeah, give, kind of thing? I'll of try like, to give a summary because this show has about two events happening in it, but also five hundred. Sure. So. Yeah. <clears throat> the show begins with us meeting a cute, adorable little uh, son and boy uh, named Boji. 
Um, he he's he's chilling. He's he's chilling outside of a castle. Um, we see that uh, he lives in a big castle, and he he just been chilling in it. And people keep talking about him, and he just says, "I need to go somewhere alone." <laughs> so he goes to somewhere alone to chill, and a little um, like a little ink stain on the ground with eyeballs and hands passing by with stuff yeah. it stole. Yeah, he's like a little, a little sneak thief, and he's like a little tiny. He's like little... a Pokemon like that you would swear would be just fake. a funny little amoeba. Yeah, yeah, like he's like Zygrade, but like if they gave him like a dark color tone, you know, like if somebody was gonna make a Pokemon mm-hmm. that they were like, this is like a thief Pokemon. That's what he would be. Like he's just a tiny little black orb with just enough hand to hold a bag of trinkets that he stole. Yeah, this is a Pokemon that you see like in an official release or like in a leak and you're like well that's fake that can't be real and then you see like the official pokemon announcement and they're like congratulations new pokemon kage is here and i'm just like come on come on yeah but then you get him in game and you're like come on yeah you're like i love this guy rules i fucking Um, love him though (laughs) so this is kage he's crawling along the ground and he sees boji and uh he says hey I've never seen you around here before. Do you want to get robbed? And Boji gets up and leaves, and Kage's like, no, no, yeah. no, wait, wait, wait. I'm here robbing you. <laughs> and so while he's trying to rob Boji, we discover something, which is this little guy. This little guy can't hear or talk. Hmm. He, he, he deaf. He, he very deaf. And Kage's like, huh, well, that, that sucks for you, man. Ain't that just sucks for you? And Boji's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And Kagi's like, yeah, I can understand you. Wonder why that is. Wonder uh, why. Wonder why that is. And so <laughs> Kage robs Boji. Yeah. And just steals. Steal Boji's what? like pretty sure willing does. to be robbed. He's just like, oh, you want uh, everything that I have on me, which is just my clothes? Okay, you, you can want have them. the things? I can give them to you. Oh, you want to steal? you want to steal everything I own? That's so great. I love I love being able to communicate with somebody. This is a great activity for friends. This is something that friends do. Hey, I'll be back tomorrow with more clothes for you to steal, okay? And Kage's like, I, I, I okay? Great. Sure? He's like, oh, that worked even better than I expected. Hooray. Um, and lo and behold, he does come back the next day with yeah. more clothes. Kage gets really scared for a second. He's like, oh, shit, what if he means he's, like, bringing a bunch of fucking, like, guards to come and kill me? Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And no, Boji just comes back wearing, like, ten layers of clothes for Kage to just steal. Uh-huh. And from this, a beautiful friendship blossoms. As, yeah. As they all just talk. They all just, they, they talk, and Kage's like, oh, so you're the prince of this country? Sucks to be you, man. Mm-hmm. And Boji's like, I'm going to be a great king. And Kage's like, uh, yeah, sure. Would love to see it. Joking, but maybe not. But maybe not. You know? So Boji mm-hmm. goes home. Kage follows him. Uh, realizes that uh, Boji gets bullied, like, a lot every single day. Yeah, he's, like, watching him go home, oh, like, yeah. after he took all of his clothes and all the townspeople, like, damn, that kid doesn't have any clothes. That poor stupid guy. What the fuck? And then he Yeah, goes, he is insulting him the whole way home. He's like, oh, he's too stupid to even know they're making fun of him. That's oh, so I, sad. I mean, I did mean the people around him, but yeah, Kage is kind of like, damn, that's kind of pathetic. <laughs> yeah, but, um, Kage is also like, man, he's so fucking yeah. stupid. But yeah, so he makes it home, and then there's his mother there, queen, or not his mother, but his- Stepmom. His, yeah, his stepmom, queen, uh, 
healing. Basically, is mom healing. healing? Healing is there, and she's like, "Hey, I, I wonder why she's called hmm. that." I wonder <laughs> who who could who could say who could say why she's called Queen Healing? Queen Healing. Um. <laughs> anyways, she's like, "Damn, Boji, what happened to all your clothes? You know, you're the prince, and you have to like set an example for everybody." And so he gets like kind of berated by like everyone in the castle, and he goes up to his room, and he has like a quick little cry to himself. And Kage is like kind of sitting in the shadows, watching him, going like, "Oh, so he's like just suffering in silence all the time, just sort of taking everyone's abuse." And really just sort enjoy of, that like, Boji has scheduled cry times. I mean, right? He has like, okay, I'm gonna go in the mm-hmm. room and be crying for a minute, and then somebody's like, "Hey, the king, your father wants the to king. speak to you," and he's like, "Oh, okay," and dries his tears and goes off. And Kage's like, sort of in the shadows, like. Damn, I might be developing a conscience about this. Just, oh no. Um, yeah, Boji's just like, time to start smiling for the rest <laughs> yeah. of the day. <laughs> well, scheduled cry is over. Time to smile again. Um, so uh, this is where we meet. We've already met one important character, uh, Domas, his sword destructor, uh, yeah. who seems to be nice to him up until this point. Um, and now mm-hmm. we meet uh, the king, who is... Well, his name is King Boss, and you can tell that by the fact that he is about 30 feet tall and big as fuck. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny, because his name kind of sounds like Boss, like, oh, he's in charge of mm-hmm. everyone, but I think a more apropos name would be King All-Time Bastard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps. King, I hope you choke on more of your blood, old man. Um, King, you <laughs> fucked up big time? <laughs> King, oh, I've sacrificed another child. <laughs> <laughs> So, King, please stop doing this. Him? Oh, I just can't stop sacrificing my children. It's just so awful. I can't stop doing it. Um, so yeah, so, so here's King Boss and He's bed. dying of dying disease. He's dying of death. And um, Boji comes up and the king is like, you know, you really just must not be trying hard enough because there's really no reason on this, on God's green earth that you shouldn't be very strong and buff shouldn't like be me. really cool. There's no reason. Yeah. You can't let these people keep bullying yeah. you for no reason. For no reason at all. There's no reason you should be this weak. Um, so why don't you go practice your sword shit Yeah, no, no reason whatsoever. It must be due to your own lack of effort. <laughs> That's right. Sorry, little guy. <laughs> Uh, Boji just doesn't have that fucking grind set. Uh huh. That's Boji, exactly you right. gotta get on that grind set. Um, so yeah, uh, the king berates Boji some more, and Boji's like, okay, I just gotta work hard. And he, um, he, uh, goes out to the, like, sword fight field, and his, uh, his little bastard Draco Malfoy of a brother, Dida, is there. And Dida's like, hey, we should, we should have a match. We should see who's, 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 who's really really good yeah first of all he here. walks up to domas and is like i bet i could kick your ass old man and domas is like oh i heard this kid kick somebody else's ass <laughs> domas gonna, is like damn i'm kind of scared of this kid damn i'm gonna kick this kid's ass and so dida fights domas dida loses obviously because he's like 12 and domas is a full-grown and, man hey, can we talk about how like just like the fucking animation and choreography in the sword fights is so goddamn good oh. it actually looks like two people hitting each other with swords the thing about like, this, there's no anime bullshit that is true. the thing about this show is that every time like watching it again for this i was struck with being like oh this show is just gorgeous 
This show oh, is... Oh, every single fucking scene is so beautiful. This show is, like, literally just put it on in the background to see just pretty images. Like, you don't even have to be paying attention to the story. Um, so, Boji, sensing that Domas is like, I'm gonna get a new apprentice, and it's this Draco Malfoy-looking ass motherfucker who is screaming on the ground that he wants to win... Yeah. Normal. Um, yeah. Boji's like... Dida is just, like, fully having a tantrum, and, and Domas is like, wow, this kid has such great promise. Yeah, he's like, this I is the swordmanship sword of, of a king. And he's just on the ground throwing a temper tantrum, and he's like, wow, I can't wait mm-hmm. to be his instructor. Yeah, so Domas, kick his, Domas kicks his ass, and he's like, oh, you did a really good job, man. Like, that was really good for someone your age and stature yeah, and like stuff. Like, 12. you're doing, like really well to do that well against me a sword master a full-grown man like somebody whose job it is to teach other people how to sword fight like you're doing really good and domas is or uh dida's not hearing any of this he's super mad he's like i'm so embarrassed that i didn't just beat your ass because i'm the tiny boy king um and then he goes you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna kick the shit out of the my uh older brother yeah, who because I hate. Boji is like, I'll I'll take you on because he's like, I have to prove my I have to prove my stuff in front of Domas. So everyone gathers around to see these two brothers fight, and Dida's like, I'm gonna beat this shit out of my brother. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill this death little boy right here and now, so fucking hard. And so he goes in for the big swing, and completely whiffs it. He misses entirely. Boji fully just jukes him and. Caps him on the head. Round and continues one. to yeah. outjuke him continuously. I just I don't want to like stop at like the episode breaks because like I want to talk about like this beginning scene before we have to because it's gonna be very it goes very faster like from here. Yeah, yeah, out of order from here. But like mm-hmm. right, basically the way this fight ends is like they they are fighting for a little bit with um, Boji very deftly dodging around and like hitting. Uh, um, Dida with like you know the tip of his sword like very lightly but like yeah that's a hit that's a hit and then um, uh, Domas comes up and in sign language tells him like stop your uh, what's he he says your uh, swordsmanship a, it do, isn't does not befit a king you must engage with him like you must engage with him in an yeah. actual fight yeah he's like he's you like you can't know how you're you fighting. can't simply dodge uh even though you're not getting hit and if this were a real fight you would be doing fine because you're like you know generally being bullied not starting these fights so like your dodging style's pretty great like you know this is subtext but he's basically like yeah he, you suck because you're not you're you're not actually like fighting with him you're just avoiding his blows, and it looks like you're making fun he's of him like, is what hey, the other commentary is. Yeah. Hey, he's like, hey, I noticed you're using a fighting style that is, like, suited to your strengths and actually, like, really, really effective at doing what it does. Actually, you need to fight in a way that's gonna suck shit for you, because it, it just looks better. Yeah, because your king dad who's based uh, would actually never dodge a single hit. He would just take the hits and he's dying of dying disease now so see where that got him um we do have to mention during this whole time uh but d- yeah kage is like watching from the shadows and he's like oh shit boji's gonna die and then boji starts doing his jukes and kage says oh i'm fucking rooting for you says oh, oh wow mm-hmm. look at that kid go he's good at dodging that's that's sick as hell he's like this shit's so sick um so from here, 
Boji trades blows with Dida. It ends up how you would expect. Dida uh, shatters all his bones like a normal child and proceeds to try to hit him until he's nearly dead. The fight is only stopped when... I forgot to mention that there are people gathered around for this fight, uh, including the people who are known as the Four Spears of the King. Um, one is a dude who is sitting on the roof, and by sitting I mean he stabbed his spear into the roof and is now just standing on the tip of it. Mm-hmm. Just completely straight up. Yeah, like he was mountain climbing, but on the <laughs> roof of the castle. He's just up there for some reason. <laughs> his really name's has, Yeah, he really just has, No one's like, worried about the structural integrity of this castle. He really just has the energy of a goat standing somewhere really fucking improbable. He fucking yeah. craves that mineral. Like, peace is a goat. <laughs> Give him a goat sona. Um, so he throws the fucking spear into the ground to stop Dida from, I don't know, killing his brother in a fit of pique. And um, Domas is finally like, uh, match. Dida's the winner. And Dida's like, yeah, I fucking rocked it. I killed this shit brother will never recover from the shame and also all his broken bones yeah i'm so good at this i made sure to ruin his body permanently i love beating the shit out of my disabled brother (laughs) so this is where we basically cut from here to uh boji uh completely bandaged in his room all his bones are broken uh Kage is, like, under the bed just kind of watching out for him, and we see Boji get up, and he's he goes up to a decorative sword on the wall and tries to lift it, but he, he just fucking can't, because all his bones are broken, and he's just so weak. And he starts crying and sobbing, and Kage comes out, and is like, hey man, by the way, just so you know, if you got no homies, if, if you have a thousand fans, I'm one of them. If you have ten fans, I'm one of them. If you have one fan, I'm that. If you have no fans, I'm dead. If the world is against you, then I'm against the world. <laughs> he says, I'm dead. And Boji just starts yeah. sobbing because he now has one friend does, in the entire he world. He does a big cry yeah, and it's really, it's really well cute. animated and there's so much emotion in it. And it's like, oh, I'm crying too. Like, God, this this motherfucking show, like... Even rewatching it, I was already crying by episode it, two. Like, what the hell, ranking of t- kings? How dare you oh, go so hard? Oh, we'll we'll get to the last episode, but let me tell you, when Queen Hilling gave her speech to Boji about Kage being his light, I was, I was the tears were flowing. I was like, oh God. shit, a L- little bit of Gone You Are Light. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of Gone You Are Light. Uh huh. Um. So. Basically, what happens from there is we learn that healing uh, uses healing magic. Oh, crazy. Yeah, crazy. And yeah, because Kage's like, Kage like watching out for Boji like from the shadows now and like healing comes in and he's like, hey, that bitch was mean to him. But then she like, while Boji's sleeping, like uses her healing magic on him to like fix all his bones. I do love the humor in this show that healing magic is like a physical physical exertion that means you have to basically like hold your breath the whole entire time. She fucking flexes so hard anytime she, she heals flexes. someone. I it's I do so love funny. it's a cool use of like having a magic system because she does like drink potions to restore her mana later on and it is straight video game, but it's so good because you can like genuinely see the exertion she's putting in from the first time she uses it. She's just like okay you're good she's like, like okay i'm gonna go fucking sleep for 10 days <laughs> exactly <laughs> um 
So she heals up Boji. Kage's like, oh, well, if he's good, I'm going to go home for the night, and then I'll be back to see you tomorrow, bud. And as he leaves, uh, one of the other four spears of the king, Bebin the Snake Charmer, with like a hundred fucking snakes, just shows up and is like, hey, man, what you doing here? Real quick, I do want to say the other thing um, from that scene we just talked about with Kage and Boji. The one of the first things that Boji does when he realizes that Kage's in the room is start offering him stuff. He oh, starts yeah. he like he's like, "Oh, look, you're in my house with all my like expensive shit. You can take whatever you want." And Kage's like, "No, I'm done stealing mm-hmm. from you. I'm in your corner now." And I think that's one of the cutest things. Like he just like I mean, Yeah, because they begin their friendship with Boji being like, "I give you stuff and you're nice yeah. to me, right?" Is that how this goes? Exactly. And like the way that he follows into his house and sees his life and just immediately ceases that like transactionality even though like mm-hmm. he is genuinely just like a poor wretch as we are about to learn. Like, yeah. he's just like, oh, no, I'm not taking things from you anymore. I'm going to yeah, fight for like, you, and we'll just build our life together. It's very cute. Yeah. OG just has, like, not had any friends his age, so he's like, is this how you do it? Do you give some someone things to make them like you? And Kage is like... Bro, we're just friends. We can, we can, we can just, we can just love each other normally. You don't have to keep... Important? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Important to note, later, uh, Kage does reveal that he has, like, a bunch of cash on him, and he does say, uh-huh. like, I mean, oh, it I was mean, all the treasure I stole from Boji's castle. He definitely still stole, stole a bunch of shit, but, you know, that, that, that wasn't a prerequisite for the friendship, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm exactly. not gonna do it directly from Boji, that's his nice stuff. I will just wander around and raid the rest of the castle, though. Yeah. Everything else is mine. Um, yeah, he's cute. redistributing wealth. <laughs> we love it. To him, yeah, it's good. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, Robbing from the rich and giving to me, who is poor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, we... Doing this, uh, or we have learned Kage's backstory um, now, which is, um, he was once part of what is known as the Shadow Clan. Uh, they're funny little guys who are uh, ink blots on the ground, and they're great for assassinating because they are shadows on the ground and they can sneak in and just stab people really easily. Um, and they were committed to a master of a different country and said that they once tried to betray him, so they were all exterminated. And so we catch uh, Kage and Kage's mom fleeing from the castle um she's like okay honey we're gonna play a fun game called you hide in those woods all the way over there and um i'll be right after you i I just one second i'll be right there okay yeah the game is called run as fast as you can away from these guys behind us with all of our Habsburg faces with all of our kin just sort of uh stacked up on their spears uh you run from them that's the game yeah, run from them, and I'm just gonna have a nice chat with these with these fellows who are hoisting the corpses of our brethren. Yep. Yeah. So that's a cute episode of just uh, Kage's uh, trauma. So uh-huh. yeah, he there's all of that. He obviously his Sees mom his doesn't make it. Corpse. Yeah, she he's he does see her added to the spikes, and he makes it away just because he finds like a family, like there's like a dad and a girl, and uh, she, she he hides in this girl's bag, and when he sees the mom and starts like 
screaming the girl screams too and covers for him and like the dad is like hey uh you're scaring you're scaring my girl you you're get away from daughter. here Can you you shoo and get away from here yeah and then, get those corpses out of here yeah and so then they they kind of send him on his way and they're like damn we we can't do anything for him because we are also in service of the king who ordered his extinction. But, you know, he's just a little guy, so we're going to let him go. Yeah, so he journeys to another kingdom and turns out everyone hates little shadow blobs on the ground because no one, he's fucking starving. All he has is his little toy that his mom gave him and everyone's like, I can't use that for money, uh, starve kid. So one day he gives up his little toy and then takes some food. Because he's like, this is a worthy transaction, you know, this thing I hold dear and the thing I need to survive. Um, and Yeah, then he, like, no one will actually accept his trade, so eventually he just leaves steals. his toy, his one thing, and takes the thing, like, takes the food, and they take the food back from him anyway, and he doesn't get his toy back. Yeah. yeah. So, so he has to really find rough. another way to get money. It's, it's so rough. sad. It's like, ah, uh, we have to talk about Kage to talk about like the Boji Kage like relationship, but it's just literally a whole episode of the worst shit happening to Kage yeah, and it's yeah. so painful. Like, so he gets God, taken like in this, by Yeah, this 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 backstory is like so important for like establishing the stakes of of Boji and Kage's relationship. Like goddamn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll talk to it. We'll, I can talk about that more once we get through it, but yeah. Yeah. So he gets taken in by, like, this real ruffian-looking guy, this guy who looks like he ain't shit, um, and... And he isn't. Yeah, he ain't shit. Um, (laughs) the relationship is... This guy with the heaviest brow and the smallest eyes looks totally trustworthy. Yeah. The relationship is Kage gets, um... Ooh, sorry. To be in a house, maybe, and for that, this guy will have Kage steal a bunch of treasure because he's a little shadow blob on the ground and uh he'll give him uh garbage to eat for dinner and he'll be like i have so much money now haha and then one day he realizes that uh now kage is wanted for stealing shit so he sells him out um and kage escapes because he's a little shadow on the ground who can hide um and tries to go back to the guy because he's like you're the only like i don't know parental figure i have the only anything mm-hmm. i have in the world in the world and that guy's like ill gross get yeah Kage gets really attached to him just like out of sheer desperation like god and so even though this guy is big bastard mm-hmm. so this guy's like at a bar one night and he's causing a bar fight and the guy he's bar fighting with just stabs him and he dies on the ground in the bar and kage witnesses it and goes up and tries to like hold his hand as the guy is passing away and now kage has lost two parental figures yeah he's just like oh cool my second parent is dying (laughs) oh no second dad death Uh... hello um yeah and we see like really cute scenes like from the guy who's dying's eyes like where he's like you know he had some begrudging affection for him even though he Mm -hmm. wasn't you know it's like one he was never gonna be good to him but he, he even even in that he had a lot of affection for Kage and we see like him being really cute through these guys eyes and it's just like a lot and then everyone in the bar is like hey fucking get out of here that's a corpse we need to get out of here you little stain on the ground get out of here you gross shadow thing we need to clean up this corpse of your uh latest uh refuge so Um, we get a time lapse of basically Kage just getting more like just 
angry with the world. He loses the light and hope in his eyes. Now he just becomes the Kage we know, which is just a low shadow on the ground. He's like, I love to steal to survive. Um, and so that's we're caught up now with um, Bebin being like, hey, you're one of the Shadow Clan, aren't you? You're here to kill somebody? And Kage's like, no, bye. And Bebin's like, nope. And captures him and puts him in jail. Yeah. Anyways, boss is dead. He doesn't... He doesn't... He, yeah? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't He doesn't go to jail like the first time Bevan finds yeah. him. He fucking throws a knife and skedaddles. Like, that was cool. But yeah, then Bevan catches him later, and then he goes He goes to Slime Boy Jail. It's... Yeah, he's, like, hung by, like... They basically pierce his ear and hang him by it. If he had an ear. And, yeah. And yeah, Obviously, like, he doesn't have anatomy, but, like, it's... Uh, it's Mm. Yeah, it's rough. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I want to like I want to like call back to the moment where Kage is watching Boji in the in the fight against Daida, where like he he you know he is just watching this fight in awe and like you know rooting for this little boy so hard and like even you know when when Boji when 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 Daida is kicking his ass and is about to finish him off, like he he fucking flashes back to his mom and. Mr. Scumbag dying, and he's like, "Oh no, I love it's it's ugh. yeah, it's the it's same like thing." He, he fucking realizes that he loves someone again, despite like all the shit he's been through, and he doesn't want him to die. Mm-hmm. He says, "Oh no, it's the same thing." Oh no, uh huh. Oh no, yeah. That's when he realized he was in his corner now, and it's mm. okay. We got a speed run because we're only on episode like three. Um, so catch yeah. you next time. Uh, boss is dead. He big dead, he died. Um, in the manga, it's Ooh, super dead. really funny and kind of goes to, like, the themes, quote-unquote, of the show, which is, in the manga, it has a little thing that says, it's stated in legend that whenever a hero dies, a demon will appear by their side. And speaking of which, Boss died, and so a big fucking devil just crawls out of his mouth and then just points directly at Boji, starts laughing, and then disappears. Yeah, so, like, in it, it's read out of the will that um, Boji is going to be next to rule, that the king named Boji as his successor, because he's the oldest. And so Boji, like, that is announced, and then they see the demon crawl out. And so then there's, like, a big conference later with Queen, uh, with Healing leading it, being like, okay, but... A, do we really think Boji is qualified to lead? And B, with the big fucking demon that came out and pointed at Boji and laughed and ran away. Again, do we think Boji is fit to be king? And so they have a a cute little voting session, which only two people vote in Boji's favor. And so they instead Mm -hmm. crown Dida as the king. I do love um, that little thing just kind of being the theme of the show, which is... Uh, Your greatest heroes probably have some horrible sin just dragging right behind around them. So probably the greater the hero, the bigger the demon that's gonna crawl out of their mouths. It's fun. Yeah, turn turns out you don't get to be big and important without doing some fucking bullshit behind the scenes. <laughs> turns out if you're a great man, there's probably something really awful you did to get there. Mm-hmm. Turns out turns out there's really not a lot of ethical ways to be a king. There's just little Crazy. moments like that. I did read the manga in preparation or what's out of it. In preparation of this and like there are little moments like where it's like boss fighting in the war to like defend the town that he's in from like invaders 
It goes that, like, he repelled the invaders and then went to destroy their leader. And it's very clear that he, like, went to, like, their town and killed every, like, man, woman, and child in it. Like, just slaughtered every single person. And it's like, and he was crowned king from there. And it's like, ah. I love so Anakin he, Skywalker. So he just, like, genocided a people. Mm-hmm. He just said, I love to genocide, like, an entire people. It's fine to me. Well, they started it. Yeah, it's their fault. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Don't mess with the boss. That's right. Um, yeah, so... Dida's king. Boji's depressed now that he uh, has no friends and also no kingship. And he decides... Yeah, because, okay, it fucking sucks because they don't tell him. Like, they literally just... Because there's a lot of people... One of the things um, that... I always really loved about this show is the like um the the deafness kind of like angle of it specifically with that Boji very often has a very clear idea of what's going on around him like he can read lips even when people are choosing not to sign things to him like there's a couple of moments where healing says something and then he she like realizes that Boji's upset and is like wait he can't hear me right like I'm not signing what I just Mm -hmm. said um but he can and so like they don't tell he was there when the will was read and that he was going to be named king and then they have a secret voting thing without him and then in front of like the whole kingdom they (laughs) announce that dida is going to be the king and so boji is like on his throne like what did did y'all just see that and then like dida walks up and gets crowned and boji like runs away in tears yeah, because boji they keep looks... fucking blindsiding him like this he like assuming that he doesn't know or care what's going on around him but he does yeah boji clearly looks to healing and she just like turns away from him yeah and he's just like all right Ooh. i'm out um so now boji like he runs to his usual spot that kage used to show up at and kage is obviously not there because he's in prison um and calls out for him kage does wake up in prison and is like don't count me out and spits scissors out of his mouth where he stores stuff uh-huh uh proceeds to cut yeah. his oh, own this, body this this little ink blob just has like infinite storage space yeah, inside his body if he eats something it's just in there yeah, it's just there forever slaps this tiny ink blot this bad boy can fit so much things in him so many treasures <laughs> um so He's about to leave. Bebin shows up again and is like, really tenacious, huh? And uh, Kagi's like, I'm Boji's friend. And Bebin's like, hmm. Sounds sus, but I'll go confirm that. So Bebin walks all the way out to where Boji is sitting depressed in the middle of the field and is like, hey, draws on the ground of Kagi and says, do you know this guy? He like signs it. And Boji's like, yeah. And Bebin's like, well, you'll never see him again. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Dumb slut. There's a funny moment in the manga, too, where, like, it's a little sped through in the anime, but it's, like, Boji gets really sad about this, and he thinks about, like, missing Kage, and he thinks about what Bebin told him, and he starts thinking about, like, Kage, Bebin, Bebin, Kage, Bebin likes kill people, Kage missing- oh, shit! And he- and he, oh, like, no. runs into the castle, and he's like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, he probably killed him. No. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's when he searches the castle and finds the big uh, three-headed snake. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the big three-headed snake is like, hey, um, yeah, Kage's not dead. He went on a journey. I can't tell you any more than that. 
just know there are many people here who love and cherish you. Yeah. The, the, also, like I'm one of them. Also, like Boji is just like definitely just like homies with this with this big snake monster. Like they 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 go way back. Just just casually, like yeah. The snake is like just, I will just, never forget. Yeah, the just kindness like you just like with walking me. up to a big terrifying snake monster hidden in like a magical little little cave and being like, cave. "Hey, what's up?" Mm-hmm. It's very cute. It's extremely cute. Once again, I really like this snake. We'll get to him later, but yeah. So I, sorry, I got to speed run even more. So from here, um, Boji's like, "I want to go on an adventure." Hilling's like, "No, no," at first, and then she's like, "Yes, yes, fine," because he's relaying that she's smothering her child. Um, yeah, she at she realizes a how much she's hurting him by saying you are not strong enough to go on a journey, and b realizing that he's probably gonna hurt himself trying to like climb outside of the, like literally trying to climb down the wall on like bed sheets trying to get out to go on his journey on his own. So healing's like, all right, you know what? Fucking fine. I'm gonna send you with Domas and Ho- Hokuro. Hakuro. Yeah. Um, Little himbo. Yeah, and so he's got, like, a little entourage, and so he goes out, and he's, like, on his way, Darwin Watterson voice, I'm on my way, uh, and he's um, going on his cute little journey uh, to his death. I don't know how much we're speedrunning this, but... Yeah, yeah we gotta hurry. So, <laughs> turns out Domas has been hired by uh, Dida, who is dealing with being king now, perfectly Domas normally. Yeah, Domas um, is like, well, if the it. king wants me to kill a little tiny baby boy, I guess I have to do it. Guess I'll guess I'll push him into hell. Guess I'll yeah, literally so throw he, him into a hell mouth. Yeah, yeah he, he takes them to what is known as the the hole to the underworld, which is a big hole in the middle of an empty field that just like spews fire occasionally. And he's like, "Hey, Boji, let's go look at it." And he so, says, "Boji, will you come with me to the gates of hell?" And they go there. And then he's like, "Boji, I don't think you're close enough to the mm-hmm. edge. I don't think you can see all the you way really down look to the bottom. Into the fire of the gates of hell. You should really just look all the way down there." And then he like peeks his little head over, and Domas grabs him and throws him in, and then turns away, laughing maniacally, and then remembers all the sweet times he had with Boji and starts sobbing. Yeah, yep. he feels so, really fucked up about it, and I'm like, "Why did you do it then?" <laughs> Because he's an idiot and he sucks. Yeah, he sucks. Because um, he believes it's okay. Again, we can't get into all of the side shit here, but I think the Domas. Uh, yeah, we'll start thing, our Rankin of Kings podcast one day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They have like a really interesting like dynamic of like you know Domas being like the guy who's like yeah no like if the king tells us to do something we can't imagine the shit that they it. have on their shoulders. They are simply better than us, and so if they tell us to do something, we will do it. And, like, that, like, unquestioning loyalty being a fault in him, Mm -hmm. like, is cool. But, yeah, so he, because Dida told him to, because Dida was like, I can't believe you betrayed Boji. Um, that sucks. And to make it up to me, you're gonna betray him again by killing him. You're gonna go yeah. kill him, dead. And, um, and don't, so you know, Domas and the Boji other guy dies, get in a little sword fight, and Domas is like, mm-hmm. well, I'm just gonna let my hand get cut off, because I feel bad about pushing little boy into hole. And but then he gets like a metal hand later, which works just as well as his old one. So it feels kind of consequence free, Domas. Yeah, Doma. It's funny that he's I the love... biggest idiot in the world, and his name is Domas. Um, <laughs> his name is Domas. It is, and I he just he has some really fun Doma. like just. 
I mean, complete self-flagellation that is completely useless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just really... Oh, I we'll do. talk about later when he's like, Boji, I'm so sorry for what I did to you. Watch me uh, try to commit suicide. Yeah, watch yeah. me try to kill myself in front of you while Boji's like, I didn't ask for this. Watch me grovel and apologize. it's apolog- the opposite of what I want. Watch me grovel and apologize in a way that definitely doesn't allow you to read my lips. That too. Let me be Um, so fucking inconsiderate while I'm trying to apologize for killing you. So, so Boji's falling to his death, and oh god, he's about to die. And then, out of his little bag that he has on his back, a a fucking crossbow pumps out of nowhere and shoots a nice arrow that latches into the wall and lessens Boji's fall, and so he doesn't die. And Boji's like, "What, Doctor? Who could that be?" Mm -hmm. And out of the bag comes. It's Kage! Kage. He's a little backpack boy, and we get flashes. He's a little backpack boy. We get flashes back to all the other times. The time Domus tried to kill him. Yeah, we get flashes back to all the other times Kage saved his life. Like, he fucking threw a knife at some poisoned meat so Boji wouldn't eat it. Like, he was the one who, like, you know, saved him and cushioned his fall when he tried to climb out of that tower to get away. Like,. Kage's been there the whole time, and now our boys are finally reunited proper, and they just start crying, and they love each other. Yeah, Boji starts crying and grabs Kage's hand, and Kage's like, hey, it's fine, while staring at his hands that are being held by mm-hmm. Boji blushing. Yeah. And he says, hey man, listen, we're big boys now. We're, we're men. We can't be crying for no reason. And then they just look at each other for another second, and they both start sobbing. It's... <laughs> So cute. Also, I, I can't. It's just so adorable. Also, I cannot like overemphasize this enough. They are always blushing anytime they look at or think about each other. They are it always is... looking at each other and blushing and or crying. Mm-hmm. Like whenever once an they episode, think about each other, it is insane. At least once an episode that features them, they are crying about each other. It's good. It's good. Um, they... Okay, so um, they are walking down this evil underworld path and um, they realize that there's a cursed gas that just pops out right before the fire happens and it kills people. So they try to run away from it and they end up passing out. And then um, two of the underworld uh, guards show up and they're like, oh, these guys didn't die from the gas. That's whack. So they take him back to their kingdom where we meet um, yeah, they, a they big shark tooth man who rocks. Already super cursed. Yeah, the big the That's king true. there is like, oh, these guys didn't die because they're already cursed. The little one is a giant who had all his power taken away. And the shadow is one of a clan that has lost favor from heaven and is now in his altered form. Whatever that means. So apparently um, these little blobs just like used to be guys, but then God said no, uh-huh. and now they're blobs forever. I can't wait till Boji gets to, like, turn back into a normal boy, and then he can kiss Boji square on the lips. Mm. Um, I think so, I think they should... I, I don't think he needs... What, what, I don't think... I don't think you we, think I his little shark tooth mouth... Like, yeah, I think that's perfectly capable of kissing. That's fair, that's fair. So... I think it might be nice if he could, like, at will change into a little boy, you know? Oh, that's mm-hmm. true, that's true. Ooh. Like, he's like, this is my boy form, and then he turns back, and then he's like, I love being a shadow, though, but you know that he I and Boji can, like, have a little kissy whenever they want to. That's true. So, this uh, guy whose mouth looks like a shark, um, his name is Desha. He is the king of the underworld. He is in the ranking of kings, ranked number two. 
Um, and he likes to play a fun little plank on these boys, which is called, uh, show me if you got anything cool going on, because I bet I can make you good. And so Boji does, and he's like, yeah, it's just kidding, I can't do shit, bye. And then, uh, they're revealed that they weren't looking for Desha, they were looking for his brother Despa, who is known to be a great teacher. Um, they go, they find him, uh, they learn moves from Despa. There's a lot of gay moments here. We'll talk about it later. Mm -hmm. Um, While this is going on, Dida realizes (laughs) that he's not as good as his dad because he's 12 um, and isn't magically empowered. He can't kill a giant Um, stone golem just because he's a little boy with with only a small sword. To be fair, I might throw a tantrum if a guy in a stupid jester hat uh, said hmm... You've lost rank considerably. I'd be like, man, I'm going to beat your ass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so basically uh, this show about the ranking of kings, the ranking doesn't come up super much except, like we said... Yeah, like, ranking of kings never comes up. Yeah, so... Th- but it is important to, like, for example, Dida, because Dida, like, they, they have to come and they have to, like, evaluate where you are in your thing. And Bose, uh, as told by the story... Was number five. He, yeah, he was... Was it? I thought it was, like, seven. He was number five, but had it not been they always said, in terms like, of strength, he they would always be said one. if 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 strength was the only thing they were measuring, he would have been number one. And they're always careful to emphasize that. And so everyone in the world thinks, oh, that means Bose is the greatest because he's the strongest, right? Yeah, that's that's what that means. Um, so Dida's like, okay, I want him to like. I have an inferiority complex. Yeah, Dida's like, I'm gonna do the thing. I'm gonna beat up this stone golem and see where my ranking is. And the guy's like, well, you're not very good. You're like at ninety because you got you're your twelve. Ass beat. You're like twelve, and Bose was not when he did this. And so he's really fucking mad. We saw before that he doesn't handle losing well. So he goes to his um, magical scary mirror that he has and he's like damn i want the power of my dad to do like a lot of subterfuge and 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 backstabbing kind of the one who's been Mm, you know like telling him that he would be like and probably the one who put him up to kicking boji's ass like way back in episode two hmm yeah so magic mirror is like do you do you want to be as strong as Bose? and dida's like yeah, I want to be as strong as Bose. And Magic Mirror is like, great, we're going to the basement. And Dad is like, I didn't know we had a basement. And is like, we're going to the basement. So they go to uh, down a endless flight of stairs into a hall of frozen statues, which may or may not be alive. Yeah, just, um, just a bunch of fucking monster popsicles. Yeah, one of which is the king. Yeah, so they get to the end of this frozen statue hall, and the king is up on a pedestal over a big meat grinder. Mm-hmm. Hope this doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And Dad is like, Dad? And uh, the mirror is like, and now we shall begin the process to getting Bose's strength. And, what and they follows just drop ba- him into the meat grinder. Yeah, what follows is basically the most fucked up sequence of events in the entire series. It's so good. Yeah, so they grind him up, up into like a a goop that they turn into an egg uh, yeah, that turns nice into yeah that they, they they turn into a phoenix which they let grow from baby to big let it burn to death and then make a juice out of well you that. forget before that they decapitate it so they can squeeze the blood from its head that's right okay yeah and then the ash and like yeah they then they, they mix take that a all sacred together. resurrection stone hope the marine resurrection doesn't play in anything mm. um 
And they, so they, really they give that they, to Dinah. They really just make a frozen dead smoothie right there in front of you. Yeah, it's good. It has quinoa in it. Yeah. Um, so they're like, Dinah, drink the juice. And Dinah's like, so all that seemed really fucking evil. I'm not going to drink the fucking juice. And uh, this is where Apis comes in, the nice spear guy. He wants to dethrone uh, Dida, but when he sees the magic mirror, the magic mirror is like, hey, Apis, and he's like, Lady Miranjo. And so he swears fealty to her and then proceeds to beat the shit out of Dida, knocks him out, and they force him to drink the juice. What happens from here is that Dida wakes up in hell and uh, Bose wakes up in Dida's body and says the raw line of, so I have sacrificed yet another son. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just fun in the kingdom. From there, the magic mirror is like, great, now that you're back, my king, who was cool, can we kill your wife? And he's like, sure, go for it. So she gets a bunch of funny cats. Shenanigans ensue. The cats don't kill the queen. So she's like, I'm going to go into the basement, which is the underworld, to uh, get something real quick. And so we're going back to Boji and Kage. Yeah, Bo- yeah. Boji's learned a cool move. Boji can just yeah, break entire yeah. rocks in half now. The, the, okay, so the Bo- Boji Despa stuff. Yeah, yeah, Boji can cut rocks in half. He's learned a secret technique. I will get to it. I'm so sorry. There's so much and we're already an hour in. Um, I feel like I do want to really get into this scene a little bit, though, because okay. this is like our, like, meat and potatoes of so they show up at this guy's house and despa's like i'm like i'm 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 sexy and i'm hot and i'm desha's little brother and they walk in and they he is really he is really just flaunting it with every movement i love how much personality this guy's animation it is incredible the fact that he's just wearing like a big stupid fucking diaper and he's just like you know me i'm still and he's he's yeah, he's wearing his big stupid diaper and is still like, yes, I am the hottest Which guy Which we on the see planet. him put money into, like, it's his pockets. Like, he pulls it away from mm-hmm. his body and puts things into it. It's so funny. Yeah, he Everything stores things about in his him, diaper. He's, he's like, a king. He's like rich prince, but like Reagan era taco coated. Anyways. Um, That's why he's good. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like this dress has pockets energy, but with his big stupid with diaper. With his big stupid diaper. Anyways, so he's like, okay, um, I accepted payment to train this guy. I need a lot of payment. Um, but, oh, what is it? Boji, you have no strength whatsoever. Like, you have no capability in your muscles to be strong, ever. Yeah, he and says, Boji's do you like, want to be a great hero like King Bose? And Boji's like, yes, yes, I do. And he's like, too bad, you will never be a great hero like King Bose. And Boji gets depressed, and he's like, but you still have other talents of your own. Yeah, so he's, like, holding him, and he's like, yeah, like, you literally cannot grow like muscular strength the way that a lot of people can you will never be a strong king but you will never join the body improvement club but you do have strengths yeah and we will play on those strengths and you will be strong in your own way basically and so like they do um they have an adorable scene where he cooks for them and he cooks something extremely poisonous and uh despa has to look up in his funny little book and say hey kage um come look at this real quick it says here that giants can eat literally anything we have to never let him cook for us ever again because he can make Mm -hmm. anything and eat anything and if we eat it we will literally die he will kill us because he's so nice because he's so sweet and nice and just wants to cook for us so they show like 
um, Kage, like, specifically getting up and, like, doing the cooking while Boji does some, like, cleaning and stuff so that Boji never, ever has the opportunity to cook. Yeah, they wake up every morning and listen mm-hmm. to Beyonce's new song, I'm Gonna House You, That's I'm right. Gonna Spouse You. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's very cute and domestic. And then Despa trains Boji. They have a scene where Boji goes in and he, they have, like, a sort of, like, um, like, it's, it's kind of cute. I, I was going to say it's like Harry Potter, but I don't even know if I want to bring that in here. But it's like a good version of like a wand choosing scene where he goes in and there's all these weapons on the wall. And Despa's like, okay, I already know which one would be really good for you, but you go ahead and pick. And he tries for a sword, but he knows he can't pick it up. And then he remembers that his dad had like a big axe. So he goes for a little axe, but that's not right either because even a small axe is too heavy for this boy. And then we don't see exactly what he picks until a couple scenes from now, but like we do see him start to like learn training and stuff. And Kage's always trying to get a peek in, but we never see too much. But we do one time hear this big noise while he's sweeping. And he goes to look and he's like, hey, what the fuck happened? And Desp is like, it's all good. Don't worry. And you peek in and Boji is standing in front of a rock that has just been split in two. And Kage is like, oh, damn. Like a big old What the fuck's going on? My boy's really powerful and strong. And so then, you know, they sort of are wrapping up their like training and everything. And they're like, ah, well, you've done really well. And they're getting ready to kind of like set out in the next part of their journey. Boji comes out and he's got a little scabbard. And uh, Kage's like, oh, wow, you, like, picked up a sword. That looks kind of big, though. Can you actually use it? And he starts, like, swinging around the thing, like, in the hilt. And then the scabbard flies off, and you see that it's, like, a tiny little, like, very thin fencing sword. Like, very small, because Boji's small. And Kage's like, um... Are you, like, what's this? Like, are you bluffing? Like, this is kind of deceptive to be like, oh, he's really strong and can carry this now. And Boji looks so sad and dejected and Despa's like, goes to him first and is like, hey, listen, you can't get dejected every time somebody doubts you. You gotta believe in yourself. You gotta have courage. You gotta have courage and believe in yourself. And then he goes to Kage and is like, now what good is it gonna do anyone to doubt him? And Kage is like, okay, but there's like reality. And then, and he's like, no, listen, Uh, He knows what he's doing. I have been training him. There is no deception. This is a bluff. It does look like his sword is bigger than it is, but he will still be able to do great things with that sword. And then Kage, like, comes up to Boji, and he's like, I'm sorry for doubting you. I know you'll be great. And they have, like, a cute little, like, moment. We will get to the gay scenes. We have to move. (sighs) Well, okay, but we usually... Usually by the time we get to the end of our summary, it's like time for rating. So I wanted to make sure we got through all of that cuteness before we like try to cover the rest of the mess of this because <laughs> it's going to get a lot more complex from here. Okay, so they're done with their training. Uh, they go out to a bar to celebrate. Boji shows off his new skills, which is uh, he has the Byakugan from Naruto and can hit pressure points. Um, so he does that. And then as they're chilling at home, uh, all the underworld guards show up and they're like, hey, uh, you guys got to come with us because guess what? A bunch of criminals broke out and they're going to fuck up your entire kingdom, Boji. And Boji's like, oh shit. So they head back and uh, it turns out the people who escaped are some ruffians, uh, king of thieves, um, dishonored king Bo, who <laughs> fell from ga- grace, don't know what that's about, and... Leader of the Knights of the Underworld, uh, Oaken the Sword King. Mm. So, normal. Mm-hmm. 
So normal things are mm-hmm, happening mm-hmm. in the castle. Um, Hilling is launching a war there also to try to get Dida's body back from Bose, who is chilling in it and being like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. Um, also, hold on. Am I getting this completely wrong, or is Bo also the name of the kingdom that the Shadow Clan used to serve? Nope, you are completely correct. I wonder if those cool. things are related. I wonder if this guy who is clearly unhinged maybe had something to do with the downfall of the Shadow Clan. Hmm. I wonder. Who could say? I, who could say? So crazy. <clears throat> um, so, shenanigans ensue. Healing and... Um, Doroshi, her guard, are fighting against uh, all of the underworld people and a bunch of funny kitties and Miranjo. Um, shit's breaking bad real quick. Everyone's suffering. Boji shows up, saves everybody because he's based as fuck. That's right. Um, in between this, Oken leaves the castle and goes on a little stroll through the town. And by stroll, I mean he just shows up and starts killing fools mm-hmm. for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, really just doing a lot of <laughs> recreational murder, this guy. Yeah, real fun dude. Just really showing up and just taking everybody out. So, in this chaos, Miranjo gets stolen by some of the ruffians who are like, we can sell this mirror, or whatever. And she's like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And they're like, what you gonna do? You're a fucking mirror. And she's like, okay, well, I warned you. Hey, Oaken, can you come over here? And Oaken, because he is a crazy is kind of like a dog, and she can just tell him, like, here, boy. Here, boy. Come on. Um, So he walks over. He uh, kills the ruffians and proceeds to do some sicko shit. Um, Boji and him fight. Turns out he is immortal. He is cursed with immortality. Sorry. Which turns you into a freak um, in this universe. And Boji's like, my power uh, can't kill an immortal because he'll just heal immediately. So... We're kind of fucked. Things break bad. People die or end up on the verge of death, including Kage and Boji. And then Boss, who's just been in jail this whole time, like chilling, mm-hmm. going over his sad, dramatic backstory with Bebin for no reason. Uh-huh. Um, Who is still in Dida's body, by the way, remember. Everyone yeah. remember that this is Dida. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, um, Also, run- Dida is in hell inside his own body. Yeah. Being like, damn, but be great fine. if I could get out of here. It's fine, because he's protecting a, um, a image of Miranjo as a little girl, but he doesn't know that yet. Hmm. Um, until Boss starts telling his backstory, in which he's like, it kind of puts, like, a movie screen up for for Dida as he's sitting in hell. It's like, this is the backstory you get to see. So, I don't... Do we want to go into the backstory? He's kind of having a fun little movie night. Um... Do we want to get into that? Gosh. We're already almost I, at an I'm, hour. Wanna... Can we, like... Can we super speed okay, on it? Okay, okay. Can we give, like... A bullet point list. Yes. The, the super speed run version is that Miranjo had a childhood where she was like repeatedly like abused. beaten up by like ruffians and the her one protector was King Boast the Giant, and King Boast the Giant and her have like a very fucked up codependent relationship in which yeah. anytime one of them gets some power, like they have to like 
Like, ba- like Miranjo has a friend who's a demon and basically promised this demon she would never ask anything of her. But then the king has like a passing comment that's like, "Wow, I wish I was stronger." And she's I wish like, I could kill God." Yeah, and she goes, "Do you want to make a fucked up deal with a demon then?" And neither of them are really happy about it, but they do it anyway. And then that's sort of their the basis of their relationship throughout time because Miranjo is the reason that Ka- that Bose's ex-wife the uh the the beautiful giant who birthed Bo- boji yeah. is dead yeah, she rocks. yeah um she was beautiful and moranjo killed her and then moranjo also obviously orchestrated this yeah. whole thing because king bose gave died of the mirror so moranjo just keeps being like hey you should do something really fucked up you should kill another one of your family members and every time boss is just like yeah okay Boss is like, yeah, it's literally just Boss is like, I don't know, the last one felt real bad, and Miranda's like, no, no, you should do it, and he's just like, sure. Yeah, it's like, they have this weird relationship where, like, again, like, Miranda is, like, really just, like, you should be really powerful, because that's what she thinks Boss wants, and that is what Boss wants, but what he needs and what he wants. The power to go on a forever journey and a forever adventure, which would make him happy, since he wants to go on a journey to become the strongest. But this which makes him the strongest mean his journey ended, but she doesn't, like, see that, because she's like, you could still go out and fight people. He's like, but it's not fun. Also, I have family here now. And so she's constantly trying to get him to go back on that adventure by having him kill family members and also circumnavigate the curse that is slowly killing him by having a son with another woman so he can take over his body like he has done now. Yeah. And so. that's her, like, whole thing is being like, now that you're back, we can kill your whole family, and now you could go out being, like, the cool adventurer you want to be. And Boss is like, sure, bud. So Boss gets done with that backstory. Bevan's like, wow, fucked up. Um, Beb- Boss breaks out, goes up, sees things are getting fucked, and he's like, great, guys, I can handle this real quick. He grinds Oken into a fine pace. Uh, puts him in a little ball, breaks a big rock out of the ground, takes, like, a hole out of the middle of the rock, and then just shoves Oaken in the middle of it, and then closes the hole and says, Solved. I solved your immortal problem. Solved. He's in that rock. In that rock over there. Just puts the man inside a boulder. He just puts him in and is like, Great. Now, uh, everyone who wants to fight me, because I'm feeling like a sicko now. Uh, Bodhi steps up. Just just grinds him into a juice and then puts him in a rock. It's mm-hmm. it's a game of rock, paper, scissors. You have the person who can uh, who can hit all your weak points, but it doesn't matter if your weak points instantly heal, and then you have the person who can grind you into a fine juice mm-hmm. and then put you in a rock to defeat the immortality. And the person who can hit the weak points can beat the guy who uh, can turn you into a fine juice. It's rock, paper, scissors. That's right. So Boji beats Boss. Uh, he beats him so good that his soul flies out of his fucking body, uh, Dida's body. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miranjo, I think her mirror breaks and she also flies out of the mirror because she's like, I'm ready to die. And then the demon appears, eats Miranjo, more shenanigans ensue in which Dida's like, please save my wife. That 40-year-old woman. I'm uh-huh. 12. Um, they cut the demon's head off. Boji makes a deal with him to release Miranjo. Shenanigans ensues. And now Boji's king. Yay! And that's... Yay! 
And then Kage's like, ah, now that you've gotten all you wanted, Boji, you won't be needing me anymore. So he slips out while Boji's not looking. Uh, Boji gets sad that Kage's not there. And then Queen Hilling has an adorable speech to Boji uh, that we will get to. Mm-hmm. And so Boji uh, gives up the position of king back to Dida and goes and goes and finds his boyfriend. And that's the show. That's the show. Sorry about that chaotic trying to explain everything. The show has like two events in it, but it's also like 600. You know? It has a lot going on. Like it I said, each character on. has like a little arc where you learn them and make where you where you get an impression of them and then like learn about who the fuck they really are and then like and then like they change and grow. Yeah, and all the arcs are like vitally important but also not, you know? So it's hard to be like this affected the events, but instead it was more like a personal thing that affected what they did during the events. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just very in-depth, you know, with yeah. each of the characters, which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. I The ending, you know, I... It has its faults, <laughs> like the 12-year-old yeah. of Dida being like, I'm going to marry this full-grown woman, and her being like, oh, this thank sh- you. This show has, like, a couple of misses, and, you know, for all the really big hits it has, like, the misses are still like, ooh, huh, mm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it has, like, show that, and like I said, I read up to the manga, and the manga isn't, it's, like, right at, like, right before the castle siege. Mm. So it feels like a show that doesn't know which characters are gonna live or die. So instead it's being, like, all of them get to live and are basically at square zero. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't know where it needs, so it's like, well, for a season two, everyone's just gonna kind of get reset. And it's fine. And I'm just like, no, or you could kill them. It seems like a weird thing to have this whole show building up to Boji not being king. It's fine. But he's I mean, gonna, he's he's someone's gonna go king. make his own kingdom. Yeah, but... He's someone's king. Exactly. Plus, we'll get a season two where he starts his own kingdom with that big uh, ogre guy. I didn't mention him, because he's... Yeah, fucking god. I guess it's... Incredible that we haven't seen. I, I didn't mention Gigan, but there's so much him. to mention. I I just kind of it just felt very clearly like this season would like end or like very clearly lead into like Boji being like like either Boji being king or Boji being like all right I'm gonna go over here and then just having people follow him and like even if he's not king like there's like a new so- like well you'll be ashamed of your very... words and deeds when he starts his own kingdom in season two and then we can get the whole tournament arc of the ranking of kings where they it's like the tuning exams from Naruto but it's a just a bunch of fucking kings I mean, I hope so. It just felt like a weird way to end it with, I don't know, again, the the whole Dida Moranjo thing, and then also being like, and Boji realized that his true happiness wasn't in being king after all. Like, I don't, I, I don't know if that's what I, what I've pictured, you know? Yeah. But it's, you know, okay. Gay moments? Okay, gay moments. We mentioned the first one um, a lot, which is the Boji, eh, Boji, and Kage are in Boji's room, and Kage basically says, if you only got one shooter in the world, I'm them, and mm-hmm. if you got no shooters, I'm dead. How are we feeling about that scene? I know we kind of already talked about it, but how are we feeling? I thought that was really cute. It's, it's real, real gay. I think, yeah. Again, big, 
big make Emery cry yeah. moment. Um, big these boys are in love moment. Yeah, it is. It it's the gay. show excels. The show excels, and like it is a high fantasy world that feels like it should have like high fantasy action shenanigans, but it never leaves that like very human like emotional touch to it. And not even just talking about like in the like expressive emotional moments, which it does always hit on, but even like the action scenes where it's two people fighting and they're just doing little things like at one point Bebin in a peace fight and like. A piece wins by he uses a spear and he just wiggles it a bit mm-hmm. and the vibrations knocks Bebin off his step a little bit and then a piece stabs him. And it's just like such a little thing that if any other anime it would be like, yeah, they ain't doing shit. They're about to throw each other through mountains right now. But it's just like, yeah, that little like stutter step is crucial. And I think Yeah, again, like the the, the fight choreography like really next yeah. level. Mm-hmm. Like just taking people with like mostly human abilities like we got we got some super strength going on but like nothing like fucking goku level or anything and yeah just like having it be like a just like a fucking fight with a spear and a dagger and making it look so incredible and so choreographed it is cool because it's very like fantasy setting it's like oh yeah boast like has super strength because he's a giant you know and then like having like uh i don't know like kage like has just like his cool like he can go on walls and shit but then you've got boji who's just like he cannot get any strength at all but he's got dexterity through the fucking roof like it feels like like D and D stats in a way, but like in a yeah. very cool like fantasy way where it fits the world building very well, and like um kind of like with the healing stuff too, like how she's a healer, but that takes just as much exertion and power from herself as like anyone else doing sword fighting does, you know? Yeah, and I will say like back to the emotional like moment of this, it just it really sells like a character feeling so much like gratitude from a simple act mm-hmm. of being like I'm gonna be your friend and like I'll always be there for you and just such a powerful moment I it it's incredible yeah um mm-hmm. also like yeah we kind of get the sense that like this is the only time when Boji's really let anyone see him cry. like this vulnerable you know like fucking yeah, yeah. Uh, what crying said and, that he... and like expressing emotion that isn't just what i thought was really cute about this scene too is um it does have boji like going to his like you know his room to cry like where no one else can see but when kage like comes out and is like hey what's going on he's still crying he's not like embarrassed either or like well in that moment he does like mm -hmm. he sees kage and he dries his face off real quick and immediately points to the box and is like oh do you want that but it's not like in a like it's not animated in a way where i feel like he's nervous about his emotions either it's clear that he feels it's necessary to hide them in a way but also he has this trust (laughs) of kage where even though the only relationship he's had so far with Kage is him stealing his shit, but where he just is sort of like, oh, hey, what's going on? Yeah, I'm fine. Like, you know, like, it's... It is he's hiding his emotions, but he's not embarrassed about them either. He's just like, yeah, I'm done crying Mm -hmm. now. Like, you don't have to worry about it, but I was crying, you know? It's different than him being, like, embarrassed or mad about, like, you know, he doesn't, like, yell at Kage for, like, 
intruding on his privacy or anything like that. He's just like, oh, hey, you're here. That's cool. Do you want to take any of my shit? Like, I don't know. It's- because that's our, the like, uh, that's what I know of our transactional friendship is I give you things and you're nice to me. And Kage's like, no, that's not what we're doing. No, I'm your friend now. Like, I'm in your corner, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, like, having Kage's backstory come after that, too, and have him, like, you know, like, he was, like, clearly, like, shitting on Boji the whole way up here, and then you see his backstory of, like, himself being the underdog all the time, and then, like, you know that he did all that and then came to the castle and saw how Boji was treated and how he still put on a brave face for everybody. It's, I don't know. It's just very cute for them. Yeah. It starts off with a bang, like, for real. Okay. Um, uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, my phone played a video and I didn't want it to. So, the next one I want to talk about. I didn't uh, say this on the list last time. I want to talk about, and we did talk about it a little, just them meeting up after Boji thought Kage was going on a, away on a mission forever and Kage being like, no, I've been in your corner this whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Back so to we the talked, blushing. We talked a lot about the blushing and all of that. Can we talk real quick about how we made him a little cloth crown? Because yeah, and that's quote, what I want to talk about. Yeah, and quote yeah. like he's like, well, you don't. I know you were coming on this mission to just do the mission, but you don't look right without the crown on your head. Like he just like he's like you're a king, you're a pimp. It's so cute. Yeah, and that crown is like vitally important to Boji. Boji like never takes that shit off. Anytime he loses it, he immediately goes and grabs it again. He's like, "No, I gotta, I gotta keep my cloth crown that he made for me." Uh huh. And it's it's extremely cute. I enjoy that it's literally like they were away from each other for let's say upwards of like a month, mm-hmm. and not even away from each other, but not talking. And they see each other again. And it is like a rush of emotions again. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh fuck." We're in love. That's right. Also, he made him a cloth mm-hmm. crown, and I just want to talk about that. Yeah, he made him a little crown, because he's like, you're yeah. a king to me, even if no one like, else sees it. I want you to wear your crown. It looks right on your head, and it's like, aww. Yeah, even like, even even like as, as, as someone watching, you're just like, oh no, why aren't they together? Exactly. They should, they should, they should, they should get to meet again. When is it, when is it going to happen? They just and became then it friends. does happen. And it's very, and you're like, hell yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah, you see all of the things like where, cause, um, Cog, uh, Boji gets his bag stolen because he was like flashing the fact that he had gold around that he's town. Rich. Yeah. And so like, there's like a, there's a lot of class stuff in this show that we can't really get into like it's Mm -hmm. been splayed over but like you know uh he does get his bag stolen and then the next day like they just like find it like they're just like oh this is my bag it's on the path ahead of us that's so wow how lucky because kage's inside there and is looking out for boji this whole time so the next one i want to talk about is at despa's house wow boji Kage has been kind of doing housework every day. He's not allowed to sit in on the training, but he sits out the door around the time Boji's done. And every single day after Boji gets through with his training, Kage grabs a little cart for him. Boji walks out exhausted, falls asleep as he's walking, and Boji always catches him as he falls places him and then takes him back to his room to tuck him into bed. Mm-hmm. And there is one night 
where Boji's like, hey, Despa, why do you yeah. and Boji train in secret? And Despa says, like, oh, he broods and he focuses, and sometimes loneliness is the spice of success. And then as he gets up, he's like, but also I think he just wants to surprise you. Yeah, yeah. he says, like, he, he, also, before he gets also, up, you he's should... like, go ahead. Yeah. Also, if he ever looks sad, you should totally encourage him. You should cur- encourage him without asking why he looks sad and just be there for him. And Kage just, like, starts blushing and gets all wiggly when he does when he's, like, super embarrassed. And he's like, uh, sure. He's like, oh, yeah, of course mm-hmm. I'll encourage him. Of, co- of course I will. And then, yeah, he gets, a- Despa gets up and he's like, you know, I kind of think he just wants to, like, surprise you. And it's like, ah, oh, they're dating. That's so cute. They're here together. Oh, shit, I did forget a moment. At Desha's, after Boji um, tries real hard to show how good at dodging is, and Desha's like, you still ain't shit, get mm-hmm. out of my house. Um, mm-hmm. Afterwards, Boji immediately runs and grabs uh, uh, Kage's hands, and Kage says, no, don't worry, you didn't disappoint me, you could never do that. Yeah, they get kicked out. And I'm out. just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Boji's so first thing is to be like, I'm so sorry that I dations, and Kage's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I love you, man. I know you rock. Because Kage reaches out to him and is like, oh, dang, that must have stung. Like, he saw what you can do and still wasn't impressed. And Boji, like, turns to him and is like, you know, he just makes noise. Because that's always one thing I do, like, Boji never learns to talk. You know, it's always just, like, noises. So he just <laughs> turns and, like, sort of makes a noise at Kage. And Kage's like, no, 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 no. I'm not disappointed in you. Like, you did your best in there. And that I, you could never disappoint me. It's so good and pure how like he was trying to comfort him like it's very like just it is a real moment where like he's trying to comfort him about something that he feels bad about and boji's putting it on himself where he's like yeah i'm sorry i didn't live up to expectations and kage's like no like i didn't have any expectations of you it sucks on desha that he didn't see the potential in you it's just like (sighs) it's very good um okay so the next one i'm kind of speed running there are a lot of little moments that i'm sure we could talk about forever which uh-huh. would basically be the same thing of holy fuck they're cute right the last one and i'm going to the episode because i forgot to write notes mm-hmm. to bring up queen Hilling's speech about kage and boji because i want to get this word through fucking word because mm-hmm, 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 it's mm-hmm. vital so let me just <clears throat> so let's see if i can find the exact moment she starts her speech so this is kage has left boji because he thinks i can't be of use to him anymore i'm gonna go strike out on my own to find someone else i can be useful because he doesn't need me anymore and so queen Hilling says <clears throat> so look as hard as you can for the place where you can shine and stay there. She then stands up from Boji. Kage was it. He looked to me like he was the sun shining on you. He was also like a good luck charm to you. And then she just says, a good luck charm is something that you are protected by and that you also protect and keep safe. And it just cuts to, like, Boji guarding Kage, and she says, if you think and act in a way that protects them, then they, in turn, will end up protecting you as well. 
You've become smart and strong and shine very brightly now. So that is a roll of a good luck charm. I, it just, I, I, I just, she's basically saying you guys are married to each other and also, um, you are going to protect and guard each other and in turn will be protected by the other. I just, this made me tear up so fucking much. Uh Uh-huh. It's cute. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Folks. 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 Folks, is it Folks, gay? Is it gay to have someone walk to me and be like, that person seemed like they were the light of your life, aren't they? That they were the one thing that protected you and held you together, huh? Hmm. Huh. Is it gay to have someone who is considered your good luck charm in that you protect them and they will protect you in turn? And you shine on each other and your lights will make each other stronger and better as people. <sighs> Crazy. Anyways, that's just the one I wanted to talk about. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> okay, my last one is a little bit controversial. Sure. The people who make openings and endings have an agenda. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I wrote somewhere show- in my notes that can we just have something about the first outro where, like, it's just them looking for each other in the woods yeah. and then they find each other and then they watch the stars with their arms around each other holding... They watch the stars... Holding each other's hands. Holding each other's hands. There's a moment where Kage, like, Boji points to the stars, so Kage begins telling him about the different constellations. Boji just watching him with rapt attention, and there's a part at the end where I forget if it's in the actual ending or in the full music video... But Boji just, like, snuggles closer to Kage and then just, like, falls asleep on his shoulder. And I think about it near constantly. It's so good. Like, The I, people it's, who make openings and endings have a fucking agenda. It's so tender. Have a fucking ingen- agenda. Yeah. The second ED is also cute because it's um, Boji and Kage out in the forest striking out on their own and... A wind blows Boji's cloth crown away while he's sleeping, and Kage goes to catch it and thinks about all the cool shit Boji has done with that crown. And when he catches it, Boji shows up, and Kage just, like, pats his ruffled hair down and places the crown so gently onto his head again. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. Because that's also... Because when that one is, the opening is the one that starts with, like, they're in a room and it's late and they're just, they're doing- like, hanging out together and they're doing shadow puppets and Kage mm-hmm. does, like, a shadow puppet crown on top of Boji's head. It's just so pure. God, the the second OP it's goes incredible. so fucking unbelievably hard. Like... Oh, it goes... Right. Inc- like, the first OP, I also love that oh, one. Yeah. It is, like, like, my get up and jam song. It's so like, cute. It's like, yeah, he, he will step up in his in his boots and make yeah. a journey, you know? And the second the one is just me on being, that like, song are just our next level. Mm-hmm. The strings sound so good. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's... Folks, if you haven't, just go look up, like, the OPs and EDs for Ranking of Kings. I swear to God, you will not be disappointed. They are delightful just so so very delightful yeah um yeah i mean speaking of like examples of the good animation in the show the openings and enders are like just more of the same that's in the show and it's really cute oh honestly. yeah the second ed's like animation is sometimes i just sit there and watch it because it is incredible to watch mm-hmm. it's oh. <laughs> It is like an opening that's also just like a montage of people just showing such loving kindness to each other like, it's, like, Bebin, like, <laughs> taking care of the cool snake. It's, like, fucking, uh, it's Boji and Hilling, like, embracing each other. 
This show is just so much about, like, people comforting and loving each other. I, it's so good. Mm Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. It is good. This one has some feelings in it, I think. This one, this one, this one's about feelings. Okay, I have screened, like, a maniac for about an hour and a half. Um, should we get to our rankings? Unless you guys had anything Um, else you would like to bring to the table. I'm ready for some rankings. I think we should do rankings, and then we should maybe... We can maybe do a quick third segment on yeah. any other things that we think of while we're doing this, like any other things that we want to cover about this. Because the show is just good. I might want to yeah, talk about. I might want to talk about the snakes for a little bit. Yeah. Or well, mm-hmm. the concept of immortality in the sword guy. Like. Oh, that it's rules. Um, I could go off. Anyways, okay. So no homo. How are we feeling? I want to put this one low. They don't kiss. Which is a mark yeah. against, but I will say this: there, the, the, I mean, do we count the holding Dida hands and Maranjo as as no homo? Because that is some like that is some like fucking weird hetero stuff. Are, is is the hetero so bad that it becomes no homo? I guess what I will say is... It's not I mean, placed on Boji and Kage, though. Yeah. True. They're free from it. The That's just of, often their own weird it, sick shit. Yeah, it's, it kind of exudes an aura, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, it exudes a nasty I, aura of the showrunner being like, there needs to be a final couple at the end of this, and it shall now be Dida and Miranjo. I guess what I would say is that the, like, the stuff with King Boss and then weirdly... Dida, Dida and Miranjo. Um, is that really like narratively the only thing that it can be said against is the the Kage Boji relationship in that like it sort of reinforces how like healthy and good Oh, how they always like listen to each other and talk to each other and how mm-hmm. Bose and Miranjo are like, Do you like this? Do do you like when I give you corpses? Do you like yeah, when I like bring how- you a wife? Yeah, like how Boji and Kage at the end of the day are doing what's like good for them and good for each other and not just seeking power, which is like Miranjo's whole deal with Bo or with Bose is like giving him more power so that he can be a better protector for her. And that's not how Boji and Kage are. They're just like, yeah, you should learn to like sword fight so you can be a strong king because I believe in you. Like, you know, so I would say if anything, it just sort of reinforces that they are supposed to be viewed in like a they love each other way. But I don't know if, it, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like there's another girl that is going after Boji or Kage ever at all in this. Yeah. So it's not like it's like no homoing itself. Yeah. You know? I do not put the rancid vibes of the sins of Dida, Boss, and Miranjo onto these two sweet boys. Fair. <laughs> Their sins should be tried at a different court. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put them at like a two. Yeah, I, I, I have one more point, though. I, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Oaken's, Oaken's whole immortality made me a sicko thing is homophobic. Like, the, the, the <laughs> fucking given... The fucking given reason for him loving murder and loving to kill people and and breathing in a funny way every time someone gets stabbed is like, oh, he he 
being immortal means he can't have children, and that that'll that'll fuck you up. That if if you can't fall in love and have heterosexual nuclear family, then then you simply just become a sicko. If that's not the kind of life you can live, is that? homophobic or is that like aerophobic you know what i mean same thing. like i don't because i don't know that like because not having children is kind of the same thing as but uh, there's also that element there of you can't fall in love with someone and i feel like you know what i mean like this kage boji having love is clearly supposed to be something worth living for my Whereas, my strongly you know I mean? <laughs> my strongly held stance is that being arrow ace spec is also very gay so i th- i am oh, counting this I mean, as homophobia i just like but must we put this on the boys once again are we are we just like are we counting the show as a whole or are we just counting the boji kage stuff i'm counting the boji kage stuff only 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 mm-hmm. because i think from what we've done before we haven't counted the sins of everything else in the show Trouble. I could put Naruto and Sasuke on, like, a much different ranking if I'm counting the weird homophobia and, like, hetero nonsense that goes on in the rest of the show, you know? Okay, fair. You know? Yeah, I guess, like... Judging I, it for the sins of literally everybody else. <laughs> like, I yeah, I guess that's the best example is, like, when we did Sasunaru, it was specifically about Sasunaru and, like, the people that interacted with their relationship so we talked about like sakura and also gara because we thought gara should mm-hmm. have been involved in that yeah but it wasn't about like you know like i think that's a i think in terms of like our normal scale it sort of is apple and i i think i would say again like with the no homo thing i think neither kage or boji has any other interest in anyone else in the yeah. entire show other than each other i don't know if yeah, I makes would, sense. i think I think in terms of, I almost like want to do, I'm thinking along the lines of whether they're like, um, they're, cause they're very cute together. It's very nice. It's not like you could make an argument that it's platonic almost you know so i'm like i'm I mean, i'm kind of going that's... on the no romo and the no homo scale at the same time in my head right now so that's where i'm at is i want to like separate those two a little bit and like come right. up with something yeah for the no first i one. yeah i think we're getting an uh, a low a low no homo for for boji boji yeah. and kage if we're just considering their relationship because like there's no like forced compet to it there's no like uh, the, uh, we 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 don't get the sense that these two are are are, are just are just marrying random women in 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 in, in the epilogue, right? Yeah, yeah, they didn't have Boji marry Miranjo, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, you fucking imagine. <laughs> and even like in that sense, where I was like, when we saw the little like Spider Girl who protected Kage, I was like. Yeah, she's gonna come back and Kage's gonna be like, oh, I remember you. I have crush now. And, like, the show's like, who? We didn't bring her back. Who? Yeah, who? So, like, I... It is she's really, a, she's like... She's off having a completely different story. Good for her. In, in a different book somewhere. That's right. Um, and I... The show is repeatedly, like, no, Boji and Kage are, like, they are for each other. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know, like a yeah. Three. So you know, I might, I, I might even be tempted. 
I might even be tempted to give this like a one on the no homo. Oh, you want to go all the way to a one? I'm fine with that. Yeah, if I I I'd hear I'd yeah, okay. hear arguments for yeah. a higher score. I've 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 made my grievances with like the 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 rare misses this show has, but yeah. Yeah, we will talk about those in the third segment. I that is something that like burned into my head when I rewatched this as being like, wow, they really mm-hmm. just did the damn thing. <laughs> um So cool, one. Yeah, we can do a one star no homo. Yeah. What are we thinking for no hetero? Uh, like a four. Again, there is, yeah, yeah, there's weird hetero shit. Like it's, but it's not on the boys. Right. Yeah. I would say the only like thing that happens is like, and this is more I feel played off as a joke, mm-hmm. or maybe it's not considering the ending of the show. But like when, uh, Mer- when healing meets Kage. She is like, oh, who's this? And Boji's like, it's my friend. And she's like, why is he not, like, behaving like, you know, a servant to a king? Why is he, like, addressing you so formally and everything? And Kage does have this thing where he's like, oh, if Boji's a king, we're not allowed to hang out, and I have to have a different relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like this feeling where Kage's like, yeah, I'm not, we're not going to be in a relationship because he's a king. And it has this, like, thing where Moran, where Healing is just kind of, like, a clueless mom being like, is this your special little friend? Mm-hmm. Is this your funny little friend? But then she does tell him, okay, well, if you guys can't be in a relationship, then yeah, you, it's shouldn't, growth. you shouldn't be king. You yeah, should leave and go growth. get him. So then I would say narratively that, like, yeah, that does kind of point towards them being in a relationship and also that the correct path is to go pursue that instead of your other duties. It's to find a world where you guys can be together with each other instead of trying to be in this kingdom where you're not happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking a four. So we're thinking a four? It's like a strong four. Like yeah, I feel I'm like if it just if it if it Yeah, if it went just like a little bit further, it would be like a solid five. Yeah. We ever we always have season two when they announce that eventually. That's right. That's right. These when boys still have Bo- plenty of time to kiss when 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 we, when we get the inevitable season two. Yeah, yeah, we do a time skip and Boji and Kage are like gay married and starting their own kingdom. I'd love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have and Gigan's there. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's great. I'm here for it. How about no Romo? See, here's the thing. I'm actually thinking about it, and I feel like this is a very no Romo show. Like, there's several marriages, and they are all portrayed as mm-hmm. like this is a power grab. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Which is why Boji and Kage have the only pure love in the show. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I mean, like, healing, like, the king made diamonds for both of his, uh, for both of his bitches. And just, like, out of crushing rock. And, like. Yeah, what a Chad. What a Chad, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, he had this Some weird. This weird back relationship with Miranjo this whole time, and that was, like, all he was focused on, and that wasn't a romantic relationship, or it wasn't supposed to be, it didn't feel like, because, I mean, again, when they met... Yeah, I don't know what they were going for that. Well, yeah, I mean, there's the age gap when they met and all this stuff. It just feels very, like, protective, like, father-daughter, but, like, very codependent father-daughter relationship, and I feel like it goes out of its way to not make it romantic, but it's still 
unhealthy and codependent and it still takes away from any potential romantic relationship the king could have had with yeah, his wife and Bose is like Dida you got a wife her for me Dida yeah, I mean, I'm expecting weird. you to wife her for me while I'm gone oh yeah it's weird I don't really want to touch that I don't know what to say about the the Dida part of that whole thing it's just like damn that's weird and messed up I don't like it but it's not good folks yeah i just i would say that any of the relationships any of the relationships like there's a lot of love in this show but any of the relationships that really have like like meat to the story to the narrative are like the more like parental or mentor student relationships you know, it's much, mm-hmm. much more about that almost in any case than it is. I, I like thinking about the show. The only romantic relationship I can really point to and say this feels romantic to me is Boji and Kage. His despot, his money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I so mean, I guess, yeah, yeah. Just to like, just to like speak to the no romo of Boji and Kage's relationship, like. Even from the first scene where, like, where Kage can just understand Boji's speech for no reason. It's yeah, like they have shit. just, like, yeah, they have this, exactly. like, immediate and, and like, special connection that only just, like, continues to grow throughout the show. It's like, mm-hmm. you can really see why these two are friends just from, like, moment one and why Kage is being a little tsundere about it for, like, an episode and a half before he realizes... <laughs> Before he realizes that he wants to be best friends with this boy. Uh-huh. And there is, like, a moment where, like, Hilling sees Boji and Kage interacting, and she thinks for, like, a brief moment, watching Boji be, like, cool and protective, she's like, wow, kind of like how I felt around Bose. And I'm just like, so what you're saying mm-hmm. is it's the same thing, they're married. Yeah, exactly. So what yeah. you're saying is they're married. Yeah. If they're married. You get the same vibes, which is we're married and in love. Yeah. Gosh, so it d- is. Hmm, I'm 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 kind of thinking about it, and like, yeah, how? How do I'm, we? I'm just do trying this? to. I'm just trying to sort out in my brain, like, how would this relationship work, like, without the sort of implied romantic element? And it would well, just. I don't know. Would it be different? How different would it be? The problem is, I feel. <sighs> I can see a world in which, like, they are just. This is the joy of I mean, heterosexual friendships. I think we have I seen <laughs> what it would be without the reply, implied romantic relationship, and I think it is Gon and Kilowa. Hmm. And, like, you know, I'm, like, the because biggest, Because there's like, no romantic implications. D- well, no. first of all... <laughs> Kilowa never um, said you were, like, like, actually. Okay, mm. but there's never, like... Gone grabs Kilua's hand and Kilua just starts blushing like profusely and then think about each other. There's like God. it yeah. is constant in this show. It is like every act it they is do very constant is it is thing. every act they do, the other one they like turn to the other one and then are like, Did you see that? It is like they are constantly performing things for the like enjoyment of the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm, I think like that. I'm maybe thinking like I'm maybe thinking like a three, just because like I do like love the friendship that they yeah. have. But again, it is constant with like 
with 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 the, with the romantic subtext. Yeah, you I know? think a good three is a good split down the middle. We still have time to see like where they'll go in the future. I feel like this show will dance around around it forever. I feel like that's the kind of show it is. But like as it mm-hmm. is now, it is a show where I'm like. If this show told me they are, like, the best of friends and Boji and Kage grow up to be eligible bachelors who just hang out all the time as buds, I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. And if it tells me they had a beautiful wedding and they got married, I'd be like, yeah, that also sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it it, it, it really is walking that tightrope, huh? Yeah. It really is balancing on that, on that knife set. It is that, like, extreme razor wire that it is just up on there being like i could go either way sort of the opposite mm-hmm. of bbc's sherlock where every two people in a room are just assumed to be in love with each other wow this is the opposite of bbc sherlock huh? <laughs> this is the platonic opposite God, it of... really is no wonder it's good where nobody is romantic with each other except the two main characters yeah and everyone's like that's just a special little guy huh that's your special little guy that guy's your light huh yeah that's your light that's your good <laughs> luck charm huh <laughs> That's right. Heard you he was your good luck charm, huh? Okay. Yeah, I can be happy with a three, three no Romo. Yeah. So where does that yeah. put us? Uh, that's a s- that puts us at, at an mm-hmm. eight. Eight out of fifteen. Wow. You know, our, not not a bad not a score. Bad One score. of the lower ones that we've seen, but Low like in I don't like know. a good way. You know, though. Yeah. yeah. Low in a way that I think symbolizes the strength of these two boys' relationship. Yeah. Low in a way where it's like sort of well balanced and not doing anything like particularly egregious. You know, sometimes a high score just means that we're much, much madder. Yeah, a high score can mean that we're feeling a little bit more of the rage in ourselves. Uh, yeah, our ranking system is perfect, mm-hmm. and the lower the score, uh, the better the ship is, I think. Yeah, if anyone ever questions <laughs> the ranking, I will find where you live, and I just want to talk with a baseball bat. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. I think in our That's system, just... yeah, because everything is a no in the scale. I think a high score is, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. The, yeah, the not good. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. Our system is perfect and it only becomes more true the more we say that, it. Yeah, exactly. The more we reaffirm, it gets stronger. That's science. Yeah. That's us, like, reinforcing yeah. our academic papers. Yeah, it's like when the, when the school counselor what? comes to your class and says, hey, uh, I'm going to prove to you that mind over matter, and they... Uh, pick somebody to like say that like either their arm is strong or their arm is weak and you can't push down on the arm when you say your arm is strong first yeah that's exactly how it works that's exactly how this works with our ranking system the more we say it the more true it is anyways um so our third segment is the shit we just have to like get off our chests huh yeah um Mm -hmm. What do you guys really like or dislike about this show? I think we can I each pick mix- out like something, and I have so many things, but I can I I can narrow it down based on what you guys want to talk about. I feel yeah, like I, I kind of feel like I made my major points. Yeah, like the, I'm really the, interested in the, the, the stuff. Because talk to me about the stuff with Oaken kind of leaves a bad taste, and also just like the fucking. The 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 fucking Dida Moranjo ship is so wild and rancid. Yeah, that shit's whack. I don't even know where to. Like, I really don't want to touch it with a ten foot pole. Yeah, because like they have that whole like afterlife thing where I don't know. Moranjo has like this really yeah. Just let her die. It's fine. Interesting or background. Or by a demon. 
Yeah, because it's like she made she this killed deal a lot of with people. this demon, and the demon is like, yeah, so now I get to take you. And then there's like this whole like in their belly shit where it's like the demon is there being like, haha, I just like doing this because I'm evil. And Miranda's like, well, this isn't what I wanted. And it's like, then it goes from there into like all of this, oh, Miranda didn't deserve. And then into, ah, now she gets to marry Dida. It's very. Because, like, it's very understood by the show that Boji has very understandable trauma with Moranjo. And, um, that is because she was specifically there and did, like, call the attack that killed Boji's mom. But Dida did, Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, get knocked out by Moranjo's bodyguard and forced to drink a potion that turned him into his father, quite literally. And so I feel like maybe Dida also has... I feel like maybe Dida also has some post-traumatic stress disorder associated with Moranjo, and maybe Miranda should just get shattered. I don't know. I don't know. It's because he didn't wife her enough. I... He just needs to wife her some more. But then Dida learned about Moranjo's tragic backstory, and and is like, actually, 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 it was totally justified when I drank the dad smoothie. That I I understand why she did that now, and it's fine. She just needs someone to love her. I guess. I don't know. I I, I don't get it. Like it's it's weird. Also, he's like twelve. Um, also, like he's a baby. Is right why there. are you? Why are you? Why are you marrying? Also, adult he is women? A, like a little baby boy. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know why Dida's, like... (sighs) He is a little baby boy. I don't know why anyone in this kingdom is not like, haha, no, you're not marrying that woman. In fact, she should be in jail. When I say the ending of this is just sort of altogether a swing and a miss for me, I think that one scene is good with, like, the... the, uh, Devin talked about with like yeah, the it ending... actually being cute with her being like hey you should go hang out with Kage I think the whole thing ending in Dida being like actually I am the justified ruler now that <laughs> I had to go to such a sour taste in my mouth yeah now that I went to hell for a little bit I'm definitely qualified to rule now also the person who put me in hell is gonna be my wife I don't like it and then having all of that and then Boji being like sent away to go find his gay lover like this will be actually what makes you happy it's like yeah maybe but you still got this whole kingdom of shit over yeah, here Ellen, i don't how know about you rule <laughs> just i don't know how about you as the full-grown woman who probably has more qualifications rules instead of your baby boy son and his adult life yeah again I there could be there could be again i i i guess it's hard to make an anime of an ongoing manga. I don't necessarily... Adaptation is hard. You don't know who's going to be around in the final and you want to make sure all the characters are reset back to square zero or in a place that you can bring them back easily. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to kill them off in a dramatic way except Boss, who you know is dead in the manga. But... And say it with me, kids. Don't have the 12-year-old marry the full-grown woman. (laughs) I I will always Uh be saying this. I will literally always always be saying this. I... Going off the immortality a little bit, I think it's hilarious that it is really sus that it is basically like, oh, um, the gods in pursuit couldn't have children, uh, so they couldn't leave anything good behind in the world. So to avoid this, they try to search out for immortality, which turns you into a sickle immediately, because the real good immortality is to be survived by your children. That sucks. Um... 
I think it's really funny when Oaken walked into the throne room and was like, brother, you have to save me, and stabbed himself, and it healed immediately. He's like, I don't want to be immortal. I don't want to turn into a sicko. And then it's like, two weeks later, he turned into a full-blown sicko. You know, I did kind of forget that that's how that plot line went, because again, I was trying to like focus on the Boji Kage stuff and not get sucked into all of the other details that I do enjoy about this show. Like, I just didn't, you know, I only have so much focus, but... um, Yeah, it's crazy, huh? Yeah. But, um, it's whole, insane. The Oaken thing, uh, do we think Shinzo Abe was in any way, like, had any influence over, like, that plot line I mean, and if how you told it, me like... this anime was created by a cult that has some questionable stuff in it, I probably would say, yeah, maybe. That sounds about right. I just, it definitely has that vibe of a lot of, you know, and a lot of things do have this where it's like, yeah, like, your legacy is your children. And that's great if you are a parent and, like, want to. Wow, it's to... crazy we covered Harry Potter last time. Yeah, it is crazy that we just talked about Harry Potter. Um, I do think there's some weird and fun, like, this is a better version of Harry Potter in some ways that I don't necessarily think are intentional because I don't, I mean, I know Harry Potter is uh, It would be crazy if the moment uh, Voldemort uh, made a horcrux, he immediately turned into a sicko <laughs> that all he could do was go, eh, 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 eh. God. What I think is hilarious about Oaken as a character is, like, there is something really cool about an immortal character being like, oh, I don't want to be immortal because everyone I know is going to die. And that really makes me upset. Mm-hmm. And it turns me into a dog. He goes so sicko. His brothers are alive. Like, it's not like he, everyone, no, it's not like everyone. Immortal he, is a disease. It's rabies. It's not like everyone he knew died and then he went crazy. It's the fact he knew so much that everyone he knew was going to die that it made him crazy while they were still alive. He got and rabies. Like, Immortality in this world is rabies. There's an interesting story there, but yeah, it does get wrapped up in the whole, like, part of it is that he can't, like, reproduce it, less than the immortality thing, so it gets wrapped up in that, which is weird. Yeah, I mean, because the secondary villain is Bose, who whole thing is that he had kids, and then he constantly tries to extend his life or power by using them. Yeah, I mean, and I do think the bow stuff is... And don't get me wrong, I like the bow stuff. I think he is world's biggest bastard, and I like that he got shit on at the end by Boji. Uh-huh. Um, and I think it is a raw line where he says, I have sacrificed yet another mm-hmm. child. But, like, the show does have this weird, like your legacy should be forming a uh, nuclear family and then having children. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is something in this day and age, having like a metaphorical, like, you know, having the king who is like actively taking from his own legacy to extend his own mortal life. I think that that's a cool message that like. It gets rushed. It gets rushed and muddled. There's a lot to be, especially with, you know, like, different cultural, like, I don't know, like, there's a lot to be said about, like, yeah, like, this, there's shit to say about, like, global warming, there's shit to say about the economy, like, there's all kinds of things that can go into that idea of, like, this is the king, and he's like, yeah, no, I'm taking away actively, like, what my children could have one day, specifically, like, with Boji, his strength, and then, like, literally taking over Dida's body and being like, yeah, I don't care if you guys don't have anything, I'm going to have it. Like, it's a cool thing. And I, but I, yeah, I do think that like, there's an element of 
messiness that is going to come with that when you have it specifically being children. I don't know. Yeah. It, the ending gets messy. It gets real messy. I feel like it's a show that didn't know what to do with its characters or its theming at the end. I think it is sad when you do. Because, okay, I yeah. am obsessed. I want to talk about the number one king for half a second. Because I'm so oh, obsessed. Who? You don't know who it is. So obsessed with how they said, hey, um, uh, there's a... I've heard lots of things about this ranking system and how it's kind of fucked. Like, uh, that one guy, the number one king, who, like, got to take a treasure from the mysterious treasure trove. The Armory of Heaven. The Armory of Heaven, and then disappeared forever. And then we meet this weird guy with a crown in the woods who's like, hey, Boji, look at this. And there's, like, this big black, black, like cloud vacuum that is sucking up souls and this guy's like hey we should worship that guy and does a funny little dance and then tries to kill boji and like that's i there's just a lot going on in the background of this show Mm -hmm. that i'm like that's so fucking cool i wish we got into that a little more you know well in season two when we go to the shonen tuning exam arc of the ranking of kings and all the kings battle each other and show off their cool powers you will be ashamed oh totally yeah, this 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 series does have just like some insane world building, just kind of like that is ju- just just kind of like casually glossed over. Which I like, kind of respect it for. I kind of respect that it's like we'll get there. Yeah, like fuck a lore dump. I <laughs> I, I just want to see my boys. Yeah, it says like yeah, this is know that it's going on in the world and informing like what's happening in the world. It's not fully relevant to Boji yet. Mm-hmm. It's just there. You should know about it. I won't explain further. I respect that anything that has the energy to be yeah. like, yeah, we don't need to know about that right now. So much of my growth as like a writer and, you know, a world builder for like tabletop stuff has been like, don't give out so much exposition. It's okay to write a big lore document. You don't you don't need to fucking forefront it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Write a big lore document and then like you know you probably did a good job when you're like I have told you about 12% of everything I wrote down. Everything else is just organically made into the world so no one in it is being like what's that do? Yeah. Isn't like an isekai anime where you have to like sit the main character down and be like, well, you just got to the world. So let me explain uh, all the political systems and the magic systems in our history all right now. And I can be like, great, thanks. Great. Yeah, no, I respect it. Number one king is like my favorite background detail of this show is mm-hmm. like he's just out there doing a funny little dance. I, I respect the show for doing it and I respect him for being crazy out there. I respect him for living at the bottom of a pit with spikes where sometimes funny animals fall and he can eat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he says, this is how I make offering to the gods. Yeah. I want to talk about my one thing, which uh-huh. is we brought him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. The funny shark tooth man known as Desha <laughs> uh-huh. is so fucking funny. Desha's really funny. Despa, 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 and Oken, who ruins the name scheme. Yeah. Great job, Oken. Um, are, even with the weird shit going on with Oken, kind of 
my favorite characters in that they're all just different flavors of freak. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, Despa's like a rich, fancy lad who's like, I'm hot as shit. I'm cool. But he's just like a guy walking around in a diaper who gets into bar fights constantly, gets his mm-hmm. ass kicked. Oh, he's so And is so always funny. just making the, mo- making the most expressive fucking faces of he's all time. He's literally just walking around going, my hands are full and my ass is fat. You <laughs> fucking wish you were me. <laughs> you fucking wish you were as cool as I am. And the thing is, Desha does. Desha, Desha really wishes he Desha was he. Desha's whole character thing is that he's normally a really good king, except if you bring him up his brother, in which he turns into the most petty little shit on the planet, because he's like, I wish I was fucking hot. I wish my fucking face didn't look like a hammerhead shark. It Incredible. Is so funny. I love him. Also... He just likes to play... He's a game-playing asshole. He just sees, like, Boji after, like, being trained by Despa, and he's like, Hey, it's a little worthless runt. How you doing, man? How you how you fucking doing? I'm gonna take over your kingdom for no reason. I'm just storming in. I'm just storming in through your basement. What's up, my guy? I do love how Boji went to him, and he was like, Yeah, I'll see what you can do. And then, like, another guard has to, like, follow Boji out and be like, Listen, you fucked up by not remembering Despa's name. Uh, that guy really hates Despa. So, really, he was just have, fucking like, with you because rivalry. he was. Yeah, he was fucking with you because he was mad that somebody told you to go to Despa. Like, he was just so fucking petty mad that somebody was like, Oh, yeah, Despa's a really good, like, teacher that he decided to fuck with you guys a little bit and my final thing of the underworld game i want to talk about is gigan's a little sweetie i love love gigan gigan is a big like troll orc ogre ogre one of those he's all ogre now anyways yeah he's a big green guy and he's one of the little ruffians and bandits that goes to attack the kingdom. And they're like, this guy is, he, he, he's, a mer- he's a fucked up guy. He's evil. And the thing he's evil about is that uh, when Desha was waging war against his evil fucked up dad, his dad hired the ogres to be part of his army. And Desha was like, I have a great idea about how to get the ogres to fall into my, track, my trap, which is I'll kidnap a kid. And publicly torture him. Mm-hmm. And when the ogres clearly get mad at this, because as we know, Look at ogres those funny fucking animals. They hate to see their children tortured. It makes them into idiots. They hate to see a child tortured. They'll run right into my trap, which is a bunch of spike pits and like people waiting to ambush them. And we'll defeat them all. And Gigan was hired because he was a bit of a mercenary for like Desha's gang. And when he witnessed this, he's he just flew off the chain. He was like, this shit sucks ass. And tried to, like, kill Desha. And Desha's like, listen, man, I know you're mad at me, but mm. it worked. And mm-hmm. this is where I get into, like, the show being, like, behind every great hero is, like, a devil sitting on their shoulder. This show is constantly being, like, you see this guy who's ranked two in the king thing? He is such a fucking sicko. He has committed so many war crimes on his path to becoming a king. It is just constant. It is like, oh, number one King Bo had like the most prosperous kingdom. He got the reward for being a great king, which is his entire kingdom burned to the ground. He went crazy and killed the royal family and disappeared. Mm-hmm. Like it is just every time they're like, oh, yeah, you remember that great king? His kingdom burned now. He did something fucked up. Yeah. I yeah. think I li- even with the weird, inconsistent, like, 
messages near the end, I still think the idea of being like, yeah, if you meet someone who is like a hero of their age, they're probably like standing on a pile of corpses. Yeah, I guess knowing the manga is ongoing just makes me like, okay, I can accept this ending of the anime. I really want to see how the manga is going to do, like, end this. Because really, I'm just sitting here going, like, there's a lot of really, like, apt commentary on every single king being a total shithead. Like, yeah, lots of, like, great subversion of great man just in general the whole show and then like again the ending being like dida is like i think there's probably a better ending somewhere in here i don't know maybe that's just me there's probably somehow a better ending me to begging this. me begging please <laughs> please 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 <laughs> uh yeah though i like dash is a funny little guy and how how gigan is like yeah, like, we see him... He was him Boji's just, second uh, friend. Exactly! And, like, how we see, like, these... Yeah, like, people like Gigan, who was... Like, we see a lot of, uh, letter of the law being fucked up, like, kind of shit. Like, how, like, yeah, Gigan is, like, in prison in the underworld for being, like, hey, we shouldn't torture kids. For being a revolutionary, yeah. Yeah, and how Bo- and how he immediately ends up on Boji's side and like how Gigan that works and like I it just seems Boji so does the classic anime move is you know? is of of kicking someone's ass so hard that they become your friend. Yeah, uh, yeah we love it when that happens. Yeah, he said. <laughs> sure I do. beat you in a fight, and Geekin said, "Great, we're best. We're homies now." Yeah, I'm so glad to be homies. Damn, with you. better. Damn, better swear my fealty to you. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. It's sick. Sometimes you're set in your ways and somebody kicks your ass and you're like, damn, maybe I should follow this guy. I mean, you know? Maybe this guy has some ideas. Some concepts. The concept is, I'm I'm just a little guy. <laughs> I'm just a baby boy. I'm just a little guy. He's just a little birthday boy. Alright. Well, we've gone long today. Do we mm-hmm. have anything else about... I feel like we could gush and or complain about this show for hours. Um, do yeah. we have yeah, anything else? I've said it else? before, but like... It's so pretty. The character designs are, like, so simple, but in, like, such an effective way. Like, mm-hmm. everyone looks really distinct. Like, we got we got them silhouettes going on. Like, the, 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 the fucking character designs give us, like, such strong initial impressions of the characters, which then turn out to be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's, it's... It's got such just, like, a unique and singular, like, visual style. And like I said, the animation, fucking incredible. Like, all the movement is just, like, so expressive, like... And I gotta say... You get just, like, fucking random Sakuga out of nowhere. <laughs> like, when Kagi, Kage and, and Desha eat Boji's bad food. Oh, it's like, so the good! Fucking... <laughs> the animation of them choking and dying is just, like, fucking top 10 anime deaths exactly like, oh yeah, god it's and it good. like transitions from like boji like just having a nice meal and desha's like despa's looking at him and it's like he's having like a poison from the awful food like hallucination that just goes mm-hmm. into him being like giants are really cool and uh can eat things really well and are immune to poison despa fucking tripped balls <laughs> yeah. and was like damn <laughs> giants are immune to poison this is not good for me he said you cannot yeah. let this boy cook anymore yeah there's so much sake yeah, and that also is, like fighting but also just like 
general tasks. Uh-huh. Like, Boji cleaning up the house is animated mm-hmm. so well, and I'm just like, I love this shit. I eat this shit up all the time. Just show me, like, a character it's... just doing a nice menial task and just loving it. Mm-hmm. It's incredible, yeah. It really, like, it really, like, brings out the best in, like, in, like, everything that the series has going on for it. Like, the fucking action, like, the fucking expressiveness of the characters like in their relationships and like even like the slice of lifey stuff it's like it's really it's really going on all cylinders like yeah it's so pretty and like the color palette like despite being like you know super bright like almost pastel like very picture book is also just it it somehow even fits during the fucking weird scenes where we're watching dad get turned into a smoothie you know yeah it makes it feel all the more surreal when it is like this bright colorful world and then it is just like this act of like human cruelty or violence or just like something horrible happening and it's still like this picture picture book as setting and you're like this shouldn't be here this shouldn't be in this world I shouldn't be, like, watching a man get turned into a slurry and then, like, a bird's head get cut off in this nice world. Mm -hmm. I think one of my biggest things that I appreciate about this show is it's a show that knows when to use its violence. Like, it has no qualms Mm -hmm. about being hyper-violent, especially, like, once Oaken gets introduced and, like, there's just, like, straight up just he's killing everyone with swords. But it never, like, lingers on, like, the violence of what he's doing. It just shows you, like, bodies around him. It's just, like, that idea of, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, he has been doing violent thing we're not going to get gratuitous about it though that's what i i guess yeah i guess that's what i mean though is like it it chooses its moments well like there's whole episodes that aren't really violent at all except for maybe like a bar fight or something and then when it hits it hits hard like with like Mm -hmm. grinding up the king into like nasty soup is like drink your juice yeah like it's never like gory it's this is not like a horror anime or anything like that but like yeah like it does when it decides to be violent, it does, and it chooses its moments when it needs to, and they have all the more impact for it, I think. Also, I gotta say, <laughs> thank God, this is the least horny anime, and I am saying this as Healing being a woman who has big naturals, uh-huh. and the show never once has a very lurid shot of them. It never, like, does a weird camera angle. It has her routinely, like, doing her magic and flexing off, like, her dress that she's in. But it's always, like, her shoulders. Yeah. It's always, like, <laughs> she just, like, has to, like, flex her shoulders and that rips off. But it's never, like, oh, and what if you uh, got a nice shot of her baps? That's a good point, too, is, like, yeah, when she flexes, it is her, sh- it's, like, the buff guy breaking out of his shirt. because yeah, she's his- strong. Yeah, because she's strong. Like, that's, it's, it's completely that, and it's, n- it's not horny. Also, I love her big, stupid armor that she wears when she's on the horse. Oh, you mean like- the armor that's just, like, made as, like, a straw for her potions that she keeps in it? <laughs> yes! Uh-huh. She has all her fucking magic potions underneath it. So that it's shit like rules. huge and fucking bulky. Like she's wearing like a dome of armor that her feet are just sort of sticking out of. It's so cute. I love healing, honestly. That shit yeah. rules so much. She's got she's got her little caprice on mm-hmm. that that juices her up full of full of healing energy. 
Um, also, I think we would be remiss to not talk about how this show is mainly like, I mean, I've talked a little bit about the disability angle of it, but how mm-hmm. that is a huge, huge part of the narrative and how like Boji's like, it's one of the more well done ones, like Boji having like, he is deaf and it often manifests in like Kage having to like translate for him when like things are, when he can't physically see someone's lips. Like he, Oh yeah. I do want to, yeah, it is. It never forgets that Boji has to be pointing directly to someone or be able to see their mouth. Yeah. Like you mentioned, to understand what they're saying. It never forgets that, which I think it'd be something it would be easy to forget. Yeah. Like, uh, you mentioned, I don't know if it was before we recorded or whatever, but, um, uh, when Domas is like having his moment where he's like self-flagellating and just being like, Boji, I'm so sorry. But he's like bowing so much that you can't see him. And like Boji's like just straight up can't understand him. And also it's self-flagellating in a lot of ways. Like it's, it's useless to Boji, but especially it's, he, he, he physically can't understand him. Yeah, it really gives the impression that, like, he's really just doing this more to, like, e- try and ease his guilty consciousness than, like, actually, like, make amends to the fucking boy he assassinated. Yeah, it yeah, totally... Yeah, he's not signing the apology to him. Yeah, because yeah. it totally Because he knows that. how to sign. It's it's completely self-flagellating. And that comes up a lot, too. Like, it is self-flagellating, um, and, like, the, the like the way that they show that is really cool that they have him just speaking it when he knows how to sign. But I think also that thing comes up a lot too, where you have like healing, learning how to sign and being really proud of herself for learning a couple signs and then like trying to talk to Boji and it doesn't work. Like the Mm -hmm. only way that she wins him over is by healing the snake, which we didn't get to talk about the snake either, but I want to mostly talk about Boji here. Um, I love the big snake. The I big the snake, snake is so good. I love a three-headed snake that is now a two-headed snake and that can, like... Has... Only see out of one eye out of the four mm. has left. Exactly. So good. Um, but um, with, like, Boji and Domas and, like, a couple other characters, like, they all are very self-congratulatory on, like, learning to use, like a phrase or a couple signs or something like that and they're all like wow he's so sweet and this is surely gonna win him over and like having boji like a hundred percent understand what everyone is saying around him Mm -hmm. and having no one else know that and like them thinking like they're one like their one phrase that they learn is like their only insight into his world but his world is huge because he can see them all and he knows what they're all saying quote unquote behind his back because they don't think he can read lips but he can and how like he always has this awareness of what's going on around him that nobody else gives him the like Uh, Like, no one assumes he has the autonomy that he does to, A, read lips, B, just, like, have a general understanding of what's going on. They say the words dumb a lot to mean mute, and, like, also, clearly, they think that that's about his intelligence, but the show shows us again and again that he's not in any way stupid. He knows exactly what's going on around him, and, like, he has his own strengths. 
And I think another thing yeah, about like, that is how he never. I'm sorry if, if you want to add some point. Yeah, no, I, I was I was just gonna say like you know his his deafness and like his lack of physical strength is like never something that like actually makes him less capable. Mm-hmm. It's just like the world like not being able to accept the way that he operates. That is really the thing that limits him. Like when yeah like don't the 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 fucking sword fight in episode one and two is like such a strong like early example of that where it's like yeah he's win he's winning the fight he's doing a great job but everyone is like wow what a bad fucking fighting style this kid kind of sucks he's not king like and it and and yeah kage being the one who is like yeah you did great in that fight i love i love the way you dodge is like it's 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 meaningful that like yeah like that this is someone who is just like accepting him as he is and like acknowledging the strength that he has yeah and like how we that constantly like shows disability as something like not something that needs to be overcome but something that you just interact with the world in a different way yeah, and, like, we have all these moments, like, of him really trying specifically to be strong. Like, physically, muscularly <laughs> strong. And, yeah, like, like, one of his... foot tall. Exactly. And one of his big arcs is, like, like I mentioned with the weapons, when he goes in and he tries to, like, pick up a smaller axe. Like, he's like, oh, well, I can't be as strong as my dad, but I can maybe do, like, a smaller version of what my dad did. And having it be, no, like, you can't develop strength in that same way. That is a disability that you have. But that doesn't mean that you're not capable of just this completely different other path for you to follow. Like, it's your own path, and it doesn't have to be based on, like, doing a lesser version of what someone else does. You can just do your own thing. And I I think that's really cool. Like how Mm -hmm. he never learns to speak and he never like, there's no like weight training thing where he's like, oh yeah, you can be strong. You just have to work hard and go beyond. Like he just has to come up with a different path for himself. And he does. And I think that that's, I think that that's a cool thing with like a disability representation that doesn't always happen. You know, it's, it's nice to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we were real long today. Mm-hmm. We we're very heated about this. Yeah. We love Boji. We love, I yeah. fucking love Boji so much. <laughs> I could say love, like that about almost him. any character in this show, except like boss Moranjo, I think they're all interesting. I yeah. wish Miranjo's ending wasn't, wasn't what it was so that I could talk more about how mm-hmm. interesting her character was. Yeah, well, when she was an just... evil witch in a mirror just being like, hee 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 Yeah, and her having that weird codependent relationship with Bose is kind of interesting. I just wish it didn't end with Marrying Dida marrying her because, like, yeah, that just puts me off mm-hmm. on the whole concept. But anyways, um... So... Is it? It's every next, right? Yeah, I feel like it's time to announce next. It sure is. And y'all, I'm very excited about this one. This is this is one that's gonna make me scream and holler. This is one I've been talking about for a long time. Fucking go, y'all. We're finally gonna do Sonic X. Hell fucking yes! And you know who's gonna be joining us? It's Dan and Morg. Hell fucking yes! so excited i'm very hyped for it um we're gonna be watching episodes 50 51 and 52 
And if you want to do some extra credit, we can also we're also doing 21, 26, uh, 11 and 24. 29. Just just to talk about some of the uh, you know some of the other the 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 other things going on like we're we're you know the the main thing we want to focus on is chris being totally super gay for his hedgehog friend sometimes you meet a hedgehog so but cool. we're also going to talk about sam we're also going to talk about sam speed just wanting to race we're going to talk a little bit about rouge and topaz yeah. it's it's going to be a whole thing oh fucking yeah this is extremely off topic, but um, since this is like my favorite collection of furries right here, have you guys seen the Gerard Bay Catboy pictures from no. the, the most recent concert? Ooh. Yeah, he, the most recent concert I, I, is him I, in like a little, he's like in just like a normal sweatshirt, but he does have cat ears, a cat face, and a cat tail that he performed in, and I'm... God, Gerard, is, Gerard Way Catboy. I did see the cat ears. <laughs> he's living his best life. I'm just thinking about them. I'm finding a lot of uh, DeviantArt pictures, but I am still looking... Oh, is was this it? Uh, I can't no, tell. that's a fake one. But I'll I'll I show you tell. some after here. They're okay, all okay. over my Tumblr. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I follow lots of people who follow lots of people who are just actually following the concerts right now. I have no money, so imagine me going to MCR. But um, he's every time he gets out there and wears a new outfit, uh, all of my little friends are just like, "Wow." Um, Gender queer icon at age forty, and I tear up a little bit because, like, good for him. Good for him doing his thing out so there. So fucking good. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to bring that up real quick. So we're talking about Sonic X and that. Uh, just, you know, my favorite group of furries right here. I wanted to talk yeah. about Catboy mm-hmm. Gerard Way for a second. Yeah. Well, I think it's good time shit. for plugs. Mm. So, oh wow. Now that you just said that, I immediately found uh, Catboy Gerard Way. That's, that's it. Wow. That's, that's Would it. you speak yeah. of the devil? Mm-hmm. I did. Okay. <laughs> um, so you can find the uh, podcast at uh, We Wait Queer Bait at twitter.com. You can find me at GrooveAndGastly at twitter.com. And you can also find me on a podcast called The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast where, if you tune in next time, you will hear the other hosts, Dan and Morg, uh, all of us shout about Sonic. Mm-hmm. Say funny things like, um, mm-hmm. what if, uh, what if Dakal made that funny face? <laughs> That's right. Oh, that would be so good. That would be so funny. <laughs> she just made that funny face for no reason. That'd be so crazy. All right. Well, uh, we are on Tumblr, this show at we rate queer bait at twitter.com. Um, I'm also on there at Dankus McDonald and you can find me on Twitter at sky underscore bird 36. I also have a band camp, only one song up there right now, but that's at L sky. That's just E L sky on bandcamp.com. Emery, what do you have? I'm on the dang for affinity. That's username space robot. You can get in touch with me about a commission at spacerobotart at gmail.com or hit me up on Discord if, 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 if you know me there. Uh, and I'm on a funny little podcast called Digimon Ghost Gaze, where we talk about the show Digimon Ghost Game. Uh, it's got it's got our funny little guy of Gammon in there. He's just he's just being perfect and precious every single episode. I'm calling it Gulus will appear next episode. Damn, okay. 
it it does seem like we're <laughs> we're gonna get we're it, 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 based on the name alone, a human hunter. It seems like we might get a body count next episode, which is which 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 is when Gulus Gamamon is most liable to show up. So we'll see. I know that's what I'm I'm calling it. And hey, speaking of next episodes, Devin is gonna be on to talk about a funny clown. The most Yu-Gi-Oh episode Digimon Ghost Game has had. So I must simply talk about machinery it sure fucking does have the heart of a cards in it it sure does have maximilian pegasus turning yugi's grandpa into just like an actual regular playing card like a scenery chewing Yu-Gi-Oh villain who's like i have the power over life and death and it is all reliant on this children's card game also children literally being turned into cards just like Yu-Gi-Oh. hell yeah it'll be like that sometimes Human souls are made for your favorite card. I'm looking at the cattail right now. It's it's it sure is something. It's so good. Also, anyway, the animation in that episode is kind of off the charts. I rewatched it again today. Mm Mm-hmm. They kind of put a lot of effort into that one episode for some reason. Good for them. It kind of looks really. It kind of looks really really good. You you can kind of tell when, you know, sometimes they're just breaking out the really good director, you know? Yeah. They're kind of like, we really like Yu-Gi-Oh! We have to do it justice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, guys. What? What if, um... No, don't say it. Wouldn't it be really funny, though? No, don't say it. <laughs> if we, like... Oh, my God. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. Wouldn't it be, like, so funny <laughs> if we, like, ended the episode? Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be really funny. I... What? That'd be so crazy. Bye. Oh like I'm just kidding. Like I'm I kidding. can't believe you're. T- I can't believe you want to end the episode. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. god! I'm just kidding. But like unless. Unless. Okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, you, you had me going there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Oh, that was so funny. You really got me. Mm. Unless. Unless. <laughs> Un- unless. Good night. Bye bye.